Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A bird with a word came to me. The sweetness of a honeycomb tree. Just got to stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 Welcome to Instagram. You don't have headphones in, though. <laughs> oh man, um, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Are we starting? We started. No. Yes, they heard it. Not with the crunch. They heard it. They heard it. It's all about first impressions. Great thing about them here. is you only get one. So. All right. <clears throat> <clears throat> Hello. <laughs> Hi, hey. <laughs> Sexy voice now. Uh, I'm Marlon. I'm Norman. And I'm your host, Sham Booty. Whoa. No? This is the Extra Gravy Show. Welcome back. We've got uh, Shan Booty, as you heard, in the building. Shan um, Boudram. If you guys don't know, she is... Well, you tell them who you are. I'm your friend. How about that? You are my friend. I'm your friend. A lot of people don't know you started, Marlon. I started you. You started me. I didn't really start you. You kind of started I, me. I jumped. I was one of the earlier bandwagon, bandwagon jumper honors. I mean, you, you kind of just threw me challenge. into creative projects with you. Really yes. Early. And I was like, this YouTube thing is cool. Yes. I like this. But you were still in the finals of the Much Music VJ mm-hmm. search. Definitely. And so that's, I jumped in the bandwagon. Okay. I didn't like find you in wherever you're Let's from, the West. Let's talk the VJ search for a second. <laughs> Yo, do you realize, I didn't even notice that. We're too ex-VJ hopefuls. Oh, you are too? Bro, the 2006 Much Music VJ search had a reality show. I was one of the top 10. Oh, <gasps> really? I had long curly hair. I was so mad that I wasn't in the house version. I remember Was that the year that. after you? That we were 2009. No, this so this was three years before. Yeah, this three years oh, before. This, this is a Tim Deegan one. one. Yeah, Tim Deegan, One King yeah. West. Yeah, I was at the Gladstone. They the first top twenty. Then they they brought us up to the One King West, the top ten. Then I got cut first. Then they cut the black girls. So I'm like, oh my god, you guys are killing off all the friggin' POCs in here. <laughs> all the demographics are getting cut. But then they're like, all right, let's sacrifice a white girl. Threw out the white girl, and then cut the the native chick. I'm like, wow, the Asian guy. Black, <laughs> native. I'm like, there's only one black. There can left. only be one. Let's and the, do this, Frank. <laughs> the cisgender white male one, right? There's a black guy named yeah, Frank. There was a black guy named Frank. Yeah, he was winning. He was not winning. Yeah, this really? He's not. You're not going over the name Frank. Let's be real. White people like saying Frank. I mean. Frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly, Quite my dear. I don't give a shit. I'm just to be frank with you. But yeah, let's talk about VJ Search for a second because we did 2009 and that was more internet based. I don't even want to say that we did it. I didn't make it. No, but let's, let's just talk be about clear. for a second because when I first saw your entry video, mm-hmm. I remember being really jealous, first of all, and <laughs> really scared because I'm like, that's such a good idea. Like, <laughs> and it's something I should have done. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, 
she did like a Fresh Prince themed yes. one, right? Yeah. Mm. And I was like, oh man, she's definitely winning this entire thing. Because it was so creative and I was shocked that you didn't get through. I was shocked as well too. So yeah. you guys had to send but an actual I, audition video? Um, yes, you had to send in an audition video, post it online, and then garner votes um, mm. online uh, to get people to rate you five stars hot, five stars cool. Because it was not Doritos. Oh, yes. Cool uh, Doritos oh, shit. Wow. Yes. Yeah. And then I remember I made like a Obama campaign picture because like that was around the Obama oh, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. But I remember being very jealous of that video. Was that like one of the highlights of your life? Um, No. No? Funny enough. Like, That's it good. Was, it, was, it was a lot of fun and it was really dope at the time. But I really don't see it as a highlight. I don't know why. I've done so many things since then. When I think like, of you, I think of that song you did with Slinky, which I want to call Bad Man Forward, Bad Man Pull Up. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I knew it was something with a B. I think of shit Toronto people say. Mm-hmm. And then I think of the VJ search. Yeah. A lot um, of people think about it in that. Well, a lot of people know me from one of each not like some some people don't know me from all three or anything like that like they're like oh you're the guy from the vj search or like i'll get so many different versions of you're the guy that i'm just like okay cool yeah i don't know which one's a moment for well, me well, who are you today who am i today funny you ask that um mr oxtail god i am the oxtail god uh mr what do they call me? mr extra gravy there's so many different variations you know of what's food. disappointing you, wanna, you don't you don't, guys don't provide chicken. gravy here no that would be kind of part of it i was thinking. i mean it's a it's a it's metaphor the sauce it's a we, metaphor for the actual show you know we're, we're providing you with the extra gravy quite saucy gentlemen quite we provide the sauce i just Jerk don't think you can bread. call yourself mr oxtail sauce i feel like you just want the never... tacos and i don't feel being i don't okay. feel being attacked right now <laughs> <laughs> they're on the way <laughs> attacking us from you the legitimately menu. said don't eat those were your instructions <laughs> there are chips in front of you you've been to a cookout the food's never on time um but yeah you have had a crazy crazy ride like i remember those days and i'd seen a lot of the in-between and you've you definitely went on the like road less traveled where a lot of people would have given up probably year three yes and you're like year nine Veteran. to 13 i don't know where but you, you've been going for a long time yes, your persistence has finally paid off right now would you say that yeah someone actually asked me this uh yesterday they said oh what what was the thing that like your tipping point and I'm like, that's not my story. I'm that person that you're like, oh, there she is over there. And then you go and do your own thing, have a baby, have a kid. And you mm. come back five years later, like, that's all she is right now? Like, she took four steps forward. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just, I'm a very slow burn. I'm mm-hmm. a really, really slow burn. But it's been wonderful because, I, you know, I mean, it gives you time to be grateful, mm-hmm. to be humble. Your silver um, Rizla pack. Right, yeah. yeah you but learned I've a definitely... lot of great lessons. You learned them a lot really quickly, I feel like. Like, a lot of people takes probably two decades to learn what you've learned in the amount of time and like i remember the book like when i think yes. about you i think about laid i think Ooh, about those girls book. are wild i think yeah. about um when you first moved out to la like what that the inspire the inspiration that you gave out through your videos because you do you do this thing which is very unique where it, it, and it shows the difference between people who are just like putting on a show on youtube and people who are really trying to like give you something real where you do one take like it'll just be one 
don't know if it's one take, but I know it's one long, long ass video. video <laughs> no cuts of oh gosh, I'm really I'm really feeling it today. And then there's a cut and it's like you're not crying and then you're crying. It's like you just give them straight up like it's like a conversation. Just here it is, you know what I mean? And like what inspired you to do that? I feel like if you go out in public and just listen to people's stories, no one's going through anything that original. Mm -hmm. So we all feel like I'm doing this by myself or no one can relate to me or I'm the only person. You're like, it's actually not true. Majority of people have been through what you've been through in some Mm -hmm. kind of fashion or way. So at the end of the day, for me, it was like, I have nothing to lose by sharing it because I know people can connect to it. So it's just like the, I just lost the fear that I was an abnormal person. And that's why a lot of people, I feel like, my reason for why people are addicted to social media is constantly finding people that are like you. You're following people on Twitter. And that kind of, it also, it works in that you feel a comforted feeling, but it kind of doesn't work on social media because then you end up following a bunch of people who just agree with you. And you're yeah. not seeing both ends of the spectrum and how your your opinion might not be the correct one just because everybody else is agreeing with you. Those are people you follow because they always agree with everything you say. You know what I mean? So yeah. I try to keep a balance of like trash people. and <laughs> who's, who's a trash person that you follow? A trash person that I follow. Um, Sagittarius Shardy? I definitely do not follow Sagittarius. Come on, no, I don't. I just, it just sounds funny. Sagittarius. Oh, she sounds like Lil Tay. She is the Toronto. Uh, what's her name? Cat Stacks. Ooh. Yes. Okay. She exposes a lot of men, mostly in Scarborough. Mm-hmm. Um, she sucks penis on Instagram Live at say, 7 a.m. Okay. Uh, yeah, just getting the gay day started. Hey, yeah. I mean, hey. early bird gets the worm. Someone's got to do it, right? That's part of waking up. Uh, she got the worm all right. Folgers <laughs> <laughs> in your cup. Uh, I'm okay. And um, yeah, she literally had Toronto on like a wave for like two, three weeks. Her Instagram following went up like almost 100,000. I don't even know what the number was. What was she doing? She She was exposing every day. She'd expose iMessages or DMs or pictures. And a lot of these guys were known people. Like they had a lot of friends. Like like not known to us, but known to the younger. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And um, a lot of them had girlfriends. Just different stuff. And she's not anywhere close to don't say it i know uh, what, we all we can all feel it aesthetically we can all feel it okay marla go ahead pleasing <laughs> no, she, she, no, she has a specific uh look beauty a, a specific type of beauty yes a specific type of beauty because everyone is beautiful in their own right. i mean very specific yeah like two people probably well she apparently not in ontario apparently, apparently not. not right like, this is what i'm saying is that is it I don't understand because <laughs> this is this is why she's getting the following. She gives herself else. So this is how I, why I say she's unique. She will expose guys, but she's exposing them just for having sex with her, not because they have girlfriends or anything, just for having sex with her. So her mentality is, I'm an L, and these guys are fucking with me. Here, everybody, these guys are fucking with me. And just that's it, like that's she's so she so she's basically she's saying why do you guys fuck me like that's literally what she's saying in all these exposures these guys have no reason to have sex with me and yet and I wholeheartedly agree with her that's, that's all yeah. I'm saying that's all I'm saying I agree with her 
I'm not making any ideas up that weren't already presented. Rick, uh, in a video I did recently, <laughs> made a point about that. He was like, there's no correlation between a female's looks and if a dude's going to fuck her or not. There's zero. So he's like, because this one girl was like, well, there's this guy. He's super hot. She's like, I don't really like, I know he's a player, but he's giving me attention. So I'm just kind of like wondering if I should engage just because he's so good looking. Because mm. she was taking it like a confidence boost. Okay. And he was like, don't. Don't make a connection between those two yeah. things. Yeah. Which is what happens a lot of times. Where That's where the miscommunication comes in. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, you've moved out to L.A. Um, how, how many years now has it Four been? Four years. Four years. 2014, I moved Does out there. Does it feel surreal to say that? Yes, man. I mean, it's good. <laughs> like, I'm grateful because I had a three-year work visa. Mm-hmm. Um, and after the three years were up, I was like, for some reason, I just want to go for my green card. Mm-hmm. And my lawyer was like, no, extend your visa. You haven't accomplished enough yet. And the it's like a five-figure investment. And yeah, you don't get, yeah. it's a gamble. You don't get it exactly. back. The government's mm-hmm. not like, we don't want you to come in, but here's your here's money. Your money. Here's your yeah. money. Three times, failed three times. Yeah. Especially a place like in debt. Jeez. Yeah, man. Very easy to be like, you know what? Nah. You probably need this right now. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. ask, they ask some real existential questions mm. at the border or like when you're trying to get that like stuff. Like what? Well, like for me, they're like, all right, so what do you do? I'm like, uh, I'm a stand-up comedian. They're like, a successful one? I was like, oh, oh shit. You're like, bigger, capital S or lowercase S? <laughs> right? I'm like, and then he's like, all right, so uh, do you have any bank statements? I'm like, yeah, yeah uh, I can get them. He's like, all right, so how much do you have in your bank account right now? I'm like, so you basically say I'm too broke to go into the states, and you don't want me. No, to I'm gonna tell you how much you can contribute to their exactly. country. They don't yeah. want me to take. From no, me, this guy wants to have sex with you. That's not how you apply for a visa. <laughs> so that's not how you apply for a visa. That's and not it at me. all. You have to get a lawyer. You have to apply. It takes like up to six months. Now that Trump is in power, it takes like a year and a half to get an approval. So if this dude was shaking you down. Wow. Like there's some and other motive. Some motive. Yeah. <laughs> there's something else going on. So got, you are not applying for America. I think we got an episode title. No, no. I was honestly <laughs> just, I was just trying to cross. I was just trying to cross. I was just trying to cross. He wants to know how much money you had in bank account to cross? Yo, it, He's it, like, how much you going to spend in the outlet? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, man, I'm just... You got like, it's funny because <laughs> they were like, "All right, Mr. Uh, Matt Condell, and uh, Mr. Brian So and So," and they're like, "Big Norm." I'm like, "Did you just call me by my stage name? The hell?" So clearly, I am successful. They do. <laughs> he uh, liked when you. When went to America, they um, denied him once, and uh, it, it was because of the Christina video. Oh, really? And they Googled him. They yeah, turned to they, do they that. set him to the side or whatever, and they Googled him. And they pulled up everything, so they're like, "Oh, so you're gonna go visit your ex-girlfriend, huh? No, I'm gonna go win, win her back, or you're gonna go get her, yeah, pay vengeance or some shit like that." Like they thought it would be, like he's going to the killer or some shit like oh, that. Oh god! And then he had to go get a letter and come back the next day and get the flight. It might be because he's Middle Eastern. It as well. might be because it might be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have a 5 p.m. beard. <laughs> it's very patchy at times. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's going on, man? Uh, <laughs> patchy beards are unsteady. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm a green card holder now. And I got it. Congrats. I got congrats. it approved October 2016. I got my green card. Wow. And guess what happened November 2016? They took your green card. Trump got elected. Trump got oh, elected. Thank you, yeah. God. Yeah, yeah so you wouldn't have gotten that your... shit. It doesn't. It doesn't. That's the beauty. You wouldn't have gotten that shit. I wouldn't have gotten it. No. I don't think so. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nah, because remember they revoked like the week of. You just made he the got cut. in the next day. We're taking everyone's visas. Everyone yeah. that's on standby, fuck them. Like, it was crazy. People with their visas, they don't. They can't vote. 
No, we can't vote. But in five years, in I've had my green card now for two years, I guess. Coming up in two years in October. I have three more years left. And definitely when that comes up, I'm going to apply for that, for citizenship. So when you do have the ability to vote, will you vote Kanye in 2024? Hell, no, please. I'm really not. You know what? As I've gotten older, I've definitely become more of a, I don't dislike anyone or I don't like, I think I see that there's good. Most people are good. Most people want the same things. Mm -hmm. We're driven by the same passions, but most people are good. And I don't say I dislike Kanye. I just, Mm -hmm. I feel like he's very misdirected, but that's a bad thing to say actually, because he's, doing something right one mm-hmm. and number two i don't have kanye conversations yeah i don't have the information that he has i don't know who he talks to he knows way more about the world than i do so my thing was always like he's rich like his politics are different like he's got to fight for businesses and yeah you know and his little startups and shit like that so he's, fighting he's for protecting his own interests you know what i mean and his friends that Everyone that votes, you're protecting your own interests. Yeah. You want to see this person in office because they represent something that you need. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't see any liberal initiative that is centered around what Kanye needs other than racial things, which he clearly doesn't experience at his level to a point where he could say slavery was a choice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like That's not someone that walks down a road and people are afraid of him at night. Like He's in a different world completely. Yeah, He doesn't experience those same pressures and traumas, those daily traumas that young black men especially have to go through every single day. Did you watch the Charlemagne? Uh, I did, movie? part of it. It was way too long. It was like Chris Brown's album. I just couldn't get through the whole thing. <laughs> that shit was fucking like two hours. I'm sure Charlamagne would be so proud to hear that that interview was compared to Chris Brown's album. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I get it. Kanye, your own person, you, you support free thinking. It was very redundant, I just felt like. And Charlamagne just was kissing ass, which is not Charlamagne. Mm. So I don't like seeing him in that light. He's usually a person that no gets into the nitty gritty like says the shit everyone's thinking and i feel like because everyone's putting him in this uh new new light as like the hood barbara walters why why i it's because he because he no not why i'm not wider than him oh no they they're doing work over there all of a sudden i didn't once hear a hammer I mean, they maybe don't like Charlemagne. Okay. <laughs> it's very, very reasonable. Not three Charlemagne. times. This <laughs> pain. Um, Do you think but, DJ yeah. Academics is a better Charlemagne? No. I don't think DJ Academics is even a be- better DJ Academics. <laughs> you don't like him? I don't. Wow. I don't. Because he doesn't... In order to have such strong opinions that you try to play off as fact... You have to do your research and like know where hip hop's come from. He doesn't know "Hey Poppy" by Jay Z. I can't take your. I can't take what you're saying seriously. You know what I mean? He's a DJ. He's not even a DJ. That's the does "Hey Poppy" go? Hey Poppy. Yeah, damn right it does. And he doesn't know that. What song is? Oh wait, tacos are here. Oh, tacos are here. Tacos are here. Hold on, tacos are here. Yes, Gavin. Yes, he's upstairs. The tacos are here. Hey, Gavin. I miss your face. <laughs> Shout out to Gavin. All right, dope. Norm is going to go get the tacos. Um, so what was the hardest part about moving to, to L.A.? Because no matter, I feel like no matter where you're from in the world, somebody there has a dream to move to L.A. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? So what, what was the hardest part? Was it like all roses? Oh, no. Like oh, my goodness. I was beyond broke. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um 
beyond there's definitely i was subleasing which was a blessing because i was late on rent but like didn't really have a contract so what you going what <laughs> yeah, you going to do yeah. <laughs> jokes on you now. <laughs> like i i actually like uh one of the places i subleased i like someone someone broke the door basically and the lady tried to call me back and be like hey the door is broken you have to pay for it i was Whoa. like well you didn't really get a security deposit out of me Jeez. so it was just but i i don't i didn't have the money i'm not a bad person um <laughs> It was just, it was a really, it's very hard. You struggle. You tr The best thing I did though is I, I made a good group of friends right away. Mm -hmm. So I had like four solid homies, which is nice. Then Maya moved yeah, to LA a year after mm -hmm. I moved. So that was great. So I had a homie out there as well. Um, yeah, but it was, it's hard, all the above. So it, the kind of crescendo moment for me when everything came together, I had moved into a new apartment. I had broken up with my boyfriend who lived in Toronto. Mm -hmm. I was like trying to apply for my visa at that time. And then I got bed bugs in my apartment. And it was Damn. like all this money had already left my hand to go pay for this lawyer for the immigration. I had to like move out of my apartment. Like there were so much Perfect bad things storm. happening. And then MTV hit me up for a $40,000 job for Trojan condoms. Jeez. And I'd never Jeez. heard that money before. I've never yeah. seen a check like that before. Yeah. But like it came at that moment. And that's actually what secured my visa application. Nice. I got to add it and be like, yo, I'm making this amount of money. I'm working with this massive company. And then since that which was summer of 2016 like it's been incredible that's the universe right there yeah that's the universe right there man i mean why does the universe gotta wait till then though like why does the universe Listen, have to wait till the story then about that person that just kept digging 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 and they just gave up next person came one one time they put that shovel in and the diamond was there. So that's why that's why you see people sitting in that slots all day. Like I'm not. Leaving. I know they that know. When they, like, they, when they leave and they see that motherfucker drop that one token and boom Ding. jackpot. They're ready to hell. I always oh. use this analogy for people in relationships. They stay in these bad relationships because they're like, if I just put in five more quarters, mm. it's like no. It's yeah. like yeah. you're never gonna get what you want of this person, and you're gonna end like giving away the deed to your house. Like mm -hmm. it's time to leave. Yeah. So I mean, I always struggle that too because there is a moment i've quit some things before and quitting is is beautiful in mm. its own right so i i don't know um, i think I, even I, if I you hit the jackpot you're just really paying back getting back what you put in right you know? yeah. yeah yeah sometimes the jackpot doesn't even like cover what you put in but, you, so, but in her analogy you're not really getting like if you get all the money that you put back in I guess you're getting more from a jackpot, per se, but for the sake of the analogy, mm -hmm. you're not really getting more once once that person decides to, like, fix up or whatever the case may be. It's going to be just right back to where you wanted it to go back to. I don't even to. know someone who has that story. Neither. Yeah. Not one person. I don't know one person. Not one person. Where, where it was, like, like, an awful relationship yeah, for years and years. Things are great. He's <laughs> alone in my life now. Yeah. Like, no. Never. Which one's the Baja fish? These look delicious. One, two, three, four Baja oh, fishes four. here. There's one there, and we got some cauliflower. That looks and delicious. Beef cheek. Nice. Um, courtesy of Grand Electric. Shout out to Grand Electric Sponsor for the tacos. Us. Thank you. I'm a bunch of videos. Thank you, Gavin, oh, on, public uh, on public records. Indeed. So what, Quiet as kept agents. Have you guys, where, where are you guys on the American move, the tip? Um... Just ride right the shaft. Just right around the shaft area. I haven't really made it to the tip. But you're um, past the balls. I am past the balls, though. Okay. I am past the balls. Man, I haven't been to LA so much. Like I've never seen you in years. Uh, years? Ow, ow. I mean, I, ow, you ow. haven't seen me, but I've been there. I know. I never, <laughs> that was the point I was making. Oh, I, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I don't know. Last time I was out there was very brief. 
three or four days and I was busy every single day. Mm-hmm. Then I was pre-planned the things I was I was supposed to do because I knew it was such a short trip. And I hate that. Like, because uh, I went to L.A. for a month and a half at one point and it spoiled me. So now, like, going out there for a week is never long enough. Going oh, out there yeah. for four days clearly was not even close to long enough so you can't go to LA and just sit there for a week like you gotta that's at least a month yeah like I need to be out there for a month or so it's like just to get everything I want done and see everybody I want to see of course um, so you said it was a hard transition like I don't know I feel like there's so there's so many more stories about people who don't make it than people that do right and in LA, they're always talking about, oh, you gotta fake it to make it. Like, did you find yourself having to do things you probably were out of your nature to to do to make the connections you needed in the city? Do you have to have to or was sell it just out? the hard work? Because right now, for those of you guys who don't know, Shan Booty has three hundred sixty thousand subscribers on YouTube, and I'm rich, and she's rich, yeah. <laughs> and she, she has twenty six million views. She right now, I'm, I'm playing. I'm not. I'm not rich. And she has sucked no penis to do it. No. Well, kind of, because your boyfriend is involved in the relationship. Which one? In the video. Yes. Yes. So yes. you can yes. suck some penis. Yeah. To I get mean, to where you got. It's local penis. Yeah. It's local penis. <laughs> it's local you penis. I mean, you talk less. about all of your, you know, your love situations and whatnot. Oh, so. yeah. Nobody ever brings that up, you know. The what? The women that do have to suck penis, but it's only their man's penis to to come up in the industry. But that's. I mean, this is the thing. Shut I'm really Stedman. not. I mean, I, it's not a necessity, obviously. I'm just saying, obviously, you know, you guys have sex. Uh, yes. <laughs> you guys both do videos together, so. I've, like, lost videos. track of the question now. Do you want to know if I suck his penis in the morning? Like, what? <laughs> Am I no, on the balls? Am I on the shaft? To, to make it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, honestly, have to be anyone but myself. Mm-hmm. And I think being Canadian is actually a massive benefit in America for that reason, because we are genuinely interested in other people. Mm-hmm. We have a, a wide range of knowledge and yep. we're polite. So if you just bring those core things, you'll find that people like think you're this massive breath, breath of fresh air. And originality and, and being genuine is a, a, a low commodity over there. Definitely. So when you come with that energy, people are like, wow, this is actually a real person. So the mm. best thing you could do when you go out there is be yourself. So do you run into a lot of fakes out there? Oh yeah, of yeah. course. But not in a way like some people are like, everyone in LA is fake. Yeah, th- this is my point. Everyone always says to me like, like they, they make it seem like, <laughs> these people are demons like, right the fakeness is so on a surface level that i find it's never like anything that i can't read into you know what i mean uh maybe i just haven't experienced it yet and that's what i always say i haven't probably experienced the level of fakeness some people have but for the most part i've, I've run into pretty genuine people out there that's the thing i think honestly LA is a massive reflection of who you are mm. because it is a fake city. Like genuinely, the palm trees aren't supposed to be there. Yeah. It's a desert. Like it is a phony city of all, the water is imported from like cities and cities over. There's no actual natural resource of water in LA. All that to be said, it, it something is fake, you can make it whatever you want to make it. Mm-hmm. So if you want to make it hippie, cool, vibe, surfy, you can make it that. If you yeah. want to make it cocaine, phony-ass people, you can make it that. If you want to make it broke actors and struggling people in North Hollywood, <laughs> it's whatever you yeah. literally want. So I think that whatever you think LA is probably says more about you than the, the actual city. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's for sure. That's a gem right there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we need a soundboard, right man. Right <laughs> <for sure. laughs> 
<laughs> um, we also have the show Makeup to Breakup. It's makeup or breakup, but it's Is fine. it makeup or breakup? Makeup to breakup sounds like or setting people up what? for disaster. Is that a song? Maybe that's why I wrote makeup, that. Makeup, makeup to breakup. Break 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 no, that's, that's um, D'Angelo. No, it's, uh, it's in uh, Young Gunners. First of all, I'm singing oh, the right song. Makeup. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Really? Yeah. Can't stop, stop won't stop. stop. Rockefeller, Rocket for the We get down, baby. We get down. Girls, the girls, they love us. We stay fresh to death. We the best, nothing less. Is that the song that was in a school? Yes. Yo, I was literally trying to reference this like a month ago. And I was like, could not think of the song for life of me. We almost used it in our. Oh, by the way, we did win. Congratulations to Ox Texture Gravy for their W. You no, know, we don't stop. We can't stop ever, ever. Anyways, go ahead. You know what someone said to me off topic? Mm-hmm. Um, whenever the music industry is in this very questionable place of completely foolish music, it's always Atlanta who has the ball. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty, well, because you know what? I feel like it's more so Atlanta influenced. That's what I mean. They have the ball, like they have the juice. Okay. Like Toronto had, there was a time in LA, to be honest with you, saying you were from Toronto was like, I don't even know. It was just, it was like dripping gold. There still is. It's not like that. It's not. It's It's in some places. It's over. In some places. Maybe like Mississauta. Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> so it's over. Like, God. It's over. It's lost its luster. They don't care. Well, it's not. We had our time. We had our. Ju- we had the juice oh, yeah, for a minute. To it now. It's Probably like new. 2015. Mm-hmm. Around that time. Around the time views came out, there was just this magic around the city. But like everybody has their turn. Like Drake's taken many, many L's since then, and right. those L's are always reflected what onto L has our he city. Taken? Well, just to do with girls for the most part, women. Like who? Rihanna, namely, just recently. Rihanna Jello. Yeah. Um, J Lo, yeah, the list goes on. You just count the cells, mm-hmm. and yeah, and a lot of people. Plus, the ghostwriting thing didn't really help at all either. Well, it's just we had this. It wasn't just Drake though. It was like the sound. Everybody was doing the Toronto sound, mm. and now Atlanta. It's the Atlanta sound that's influencing everyone, which is why it's all like extra chopid tunes right now. So <laughs> I think it's going to be New York next. You think it's going to come back to New York? I do. Yeah, I New think. York's do. Yeah. Like, they're way overdue. They've been waiting for... New York's had the summer banger about five years in a row. So you guys are crazy. Like Young Ma? Yeah. Young M.A. Playboy Cardi with the New York at Millie Rock. The Millie Rock song that originally started. Um, Cardi B, Bodak Yellow. Yeah. Um, uh, Bobby Shmurda, Hot Nigga, the year before that. It's like they've had everybody every forgets summer. about New York. When New, New York, York has the- had the number one hit in the world in terms of a summer banger every year. So that's what I'm waiting to see. And Takashi Six Nine looks like he's gonna be oh, yeah. that next person yeah. to do that, which is well, unfortunate. <laughs> thank you, Spotify, for banning him from all playlists. Oh, he's banned from all playlists. Him and R. Kelly. And R. Kelly. Yeah. No. It's X, it's X Tentacion. Oh, X, X, X Tentacion. Why? Oh, they, however, are contemplating um, taking Takashi off because of his um, his charge when he was 18. Um, so why, why was Triple X Tentacion? Domestic abuse. What? Domestic abuse. Yeah. He's beating up his girlfriend. Apparently she was pregnant at the time as well. R. Kelly has been taken from off from the playlist as well. Um, this is a part of their uh, the new um, hate conduct that uh, like bylaw that they're doing. Hmm. Let me see that. 
It's not I mean, policy on hate content and hateful conduct. Spokesperson said that Thursday that Kelly's music is no longer available on the streaming services owned and operated playlists and algorithmic recommendations. His music will still be available, but Spotify will not promote it. So a lot of people were like going ham about this. When really, it's not, I think a lot of people got caught up in the headline of R. Kelly's music taken off Spotify mm-hmm. and didn't really look into it. When really, it's just they're saying we're not promoting it. His music's still on Spotify. You can go search for it if you want to. But we're not, as a company, going to support him and give him even more of a platform. Do you agree with that? I do. Yeah? yeah. I do. My like, thing you is... you can't silence... To, like, yeah, you can't monopolize or, or, like, be this gatekeeper of what we get to listen to. You could, you could be the ones to say, no, we won't promote it. But to say, no, you're not allowed to listen to it, I think that's too much. It's, I think it's just a sticky situation because, as a company, they're allowed to put forth whatever guidelines they want and, and as long as it's within the law right but at the same time they didn't really ask the uh, like the listeners for their input on it and like how, where do you draw the line of what is deemed bad enough to be taken off of playlists you know what I mean they, they've, they, of course all the, their stuff has to do with people of the opposite sex domestic yeah. abuse um, and yeah. allegations of rape and and pedophilia or whatever, but that doesn't mean that just as many lives weren't affected by someone who committed fraud or mm. someone who robbed someone or someone who was an accomplice to something. Are you gonna stop so playing like, Guap Dad for a thousand? You know what I mean? A scam God and people have been scammed before. Like. Yeah, like I, what, where do you draw the line? Where does it become an issue where it's like, how do you determine what's bad enough? Well, you know, it's also, I think it's because now that you kind of know what R. Kelly did, you listen back to the music and it can't, you can't help but think about everything that he did. Like, even because of his can, lyrics. bro. Like, think of, like, part. like when I, every time I'm going to hear, I'm a bad man and I'm not ashamed of it. I'm just going to yeah, think, that, you yeah, terrible piece of shit, you know? <laughs> Maybe bad that song, Or like, yeah. even like, girl, I like your little body, yaddy, yaddy. Like, oh, yeah, you do like that little, little girl's body, little don't body, you? don't you, huh? Mm-hmm. You bad man, mm-hmm. you, like... Now, I can imagine him singing, If I could turn, turn back the hands of time. Like, oh, Kels, you should have fucking listened to your own music, buddy. Yeah, man, it's just... <laughs> it was all a sign from the beginning. I don't know how to determine what's allowed and what's not allowed. How did they, how did they decide on where they draw the line? You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Um, it's a slippery slope still. I- it's a very slippery slope, because then... All these, first of all, everybody in hip hop is about to be outed. Norm, do you want this taco? If that's the case, would you go ahead if you like it? No, I feel like you, I feel like you would like it. I would. I could, yeah, I could tell. Fish tacos, Grand Electric, <laughs> yeah. sponsor us. Fucking bomb. These are so good. Mm. Um, but yeah, what was I saying? Oh yeah, most of hip hop is about to be, about to be outed if they continue this, because a lot of guys say, "Oh, we're about doing this and doing that," but then. If they're still left on this play- on these playlists, aren't people going to be like, so you were saying you kill people and you do this and you do that, and you're still on the playlist. Like, Petitions are, are starting for a different artist. There's a petition out right now for Chris Brown. Oh, Chris Brown got banned? No, but there's a petition oh, with 49,000 to, of- uh, to take him off of RCA Records. Oh, wow. What about your favorite pimp rapper? You know? I mean... What happens when, like, you know... Do you take big pimping offline? Do you take all thi- do you take all too short offline? Like, 
Yeah, all of Two Shorts you know, gone. Imagine Two Shorts gone. DJ Quick gone. You know. But see, with the shift of consciousness that's going on right now, do you think that people will still respect Two Shorts music? Do you think Two Shorts still has the same type of content in 2018? You can't release nothing nowadays. No, right? But is that like, is it then saying like he actually is doing stuff that are like, it's really bad? Like, maybe we should not listen to Too Short. You know what I mean? Like, do you know who Too Short is? I know who he is, but yeah. I don't know his like personal life. He's just like, he's a pimp. He, he promotes pimp culture and, you know, bitches, hoes is everyday part of his vernacular. But that's just hip hop. I mean, that's hip hop, but that's what I said hip hop so funny just now. <laughs> that's just hip hop. Hip hop. <laughs> but that's what I was saying. Like, do you start banning and censoring? I mean, I mean I'd rather censorship. see the music take a shift than to start banning people for their personal life. Mm. I'd rather help help people accountable mm. for what they say in the stuff that we're consuming. I don't necessarily pay attention to a lot of uh, celebrities' personal lives anyway, so that is neither here nor there to me. But it's the way they speak about women, the way that they encourage violence. Like That's what I would love but to see. But that's a slippery slope as well. A slippery slope. Yeah. Free speech. Right. And art. That's what I mean. Like Maybe there should be a playlist that's like, uh, problematic feminism misogyny, mis- misogyny. yeah misog- no misogyny yeah. feminism mm. friendly like you can create different playlists so it's like okay you don't have to listen to people like this if you feel that their content's offensive mm. versus being like we're not going to play their content because of their personal life choices like when, something, like, putting something in the back end coding where it was it would those searches for those type of music wouldn't even come up when you're searching like for Cardi- music is it, what, what's his name? Playboy Cardi? Mm-hmm. His Instagram, he literally tags girls in pictures, bitch. Like, you know how you could tag someone's oh, thing? Oh, he just tags them, bitch? Yeah. And it's not, it's like a, it's a comedy account. It's like, you're just giving them free promo. But, like. <laughs> <laughs> There's a comedy account called Bitch? Yeah. That's hilarious. That's funny in itself. Well, then, in, in what context is he saying? Is it like. Like, no, it's, it's a picture of you, as, me. Yeah. Like, if we're us doing a picture. She's tagged as bitch. Oh. Yeah. That's terrible. Okay, that's, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. That's the word you're looking for. <laughs> that is There's totally napkins? uncalled for. There are no napkins. There is one napkin. Por favor, thank you. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm on the fence about that. The whole Chris Brown one is just odd to me because, okay, apparently what happened was Chris Brown is having a sex party. Don't ask me why Chris Brown's having a sex party. Why Rolling is Chris Stones do it all the time. Yeah, exactly. Guns N' Roses have had their, their sex parties. But you're, you're, do you just mean orgy? Like, you're Chris Brown. I feel like a sex party is a Tuesday. You so know he, what I mean? Like, okay, so he had a specific party. He had a specific party for sex. Okay, but that's an orgy. I mean, it's like eyes I, wide I, shut. I, I don't think it's an orgy because it depends on, like, we've Was all only had he that having sex? that just walks off to a bathroom or something. And, like, people could be having... His house is so big, people could be having sex all over the place. I don't know what's going on. But uh, he had a sex party, and a girl um, accused uh, an artist named Young Lo of raping her twice that night. Uh, once in the laundry room and once in the washroom. Mm-hmm. And um, because it was Chris Brown's house... Why would Chris Brown have it at his house? This is what I'm saying! You're Chris Brown. You can attend anywhere. Yeah. Why would you even want that much semen in your home? Just do it somewhere in Silicon Valley. Like, 
You're in California. Dear God, where was royalty? Please tell me she's got a separate wing. Yeah, man. She has a that. separate wing with a nanny. Because that's crazy. Um, Cook out Playboy Mansion. Hugh Hefner's dead. Rented wow. Off. Too soon, man. Too soon. No, we got someone from Playboy right here, no, they're, man. They're turning it Am into I a Playboy? No, they're turning it into a, a monument. Oh, yeah? yeah. Hmm. I don't think so. It's sold to someone else. Yeah, but he's going to turn it. Into that. Someone into a, purchased it to make it into a monument. Into a museum, he's gonna make money off of it. Yeah. Smart. Oh, okay, understood, understood. Um, yeah, the uh, the attorney for Anthony Willoughby, Young Low, um, got the. It, it was basically fully investigated, and his client's name was cleared. Uh, he vehemently denies these false and defaming accusations originated last year, which ended with no arrests, no proof, and inconclusive rape kit. And after, and after an entire police investigation, there was no charges filed. Yet, Chris Brown has 49,000 names signed against him in this petition to have him removed from RCA records for rape allegations. Is it rape allegations or his copious it's, amounts of disrespect towards women? Well, that's the other thing. It's like, it's when this, these type of things are attached or around you, rather you're always going to get attached to it. You know what I mean? Because of your history. Let's go over his history. February 8th, 2009. Whose man's is this? Chris Brown punched and choked. Yep, exactly. It looks like birds of a feather, you know what I mean? And then that just shows that probably you were helping or like you didn't care that it was happening. Um, February 8th, 2009, incident with Rihanna. Uh, March 2011, the incident at Good Morning America. Where he threw the chair through the window. Um, June 14th, the, vo- the brawl with Drake and his entourage. Uh, January 2013, uh, concerned about his community service hours being frauded. And he was actually out of the United States when he was saying that he was doing his community service. January 2013, same month, he attacked Frank Ocean and I think broke his arm. He broke um, Frank Ocean's arm? Or, yeah, I think it was Frank. He broke Frank Ocean's arm. Or Frank Ocean punched him. I can't remember what happened exactly, but he threatened to shoot him also, and a member of his entourage called him a homophobic slur. Uh, March 2013, same year, threatens a parking attendee who requested $10 for the charge to release the singer's car. Um, July th- <laughs> 2013 was a rough year for Chris Brown. His re- probation was revoked for his involvement in an alleged hit and run. The charges were dropped at the hearing following month after reaching a civil compromise with his accuser. So he paid him off. Um, October 2013, Brown was arrested for felony assault after punching a man outside the W Hotel who jumped into a picture with him. Um, and his bodyguard was also arrested. November 2013, Brown was kicked out of a rehab facility where he had been becoming break. He had been breaking program rules by acting violently. Okay, this is a monthly thing. For he had guy. recorded. He was. He had, according to the facility, thrown a rock through his mother's car window following a family session. November 20th, 2013, oh Brown was sentenced to a 90 days you anger management. You still have four facility. more years to go, bro. Are you gonna read December 2013. Uh, an altercation as a result of the altercation his probation is revoked um 2015 a woman from colorado filed degrees filed charges for a third degree assault alleging she was forcibly thrown off the artist tour bus for not giving up her cell phone which also reportedly broke during the the ruckus 
Jeez. June 2016. Oh following a nightclub performance, Brown was accused of punching a woman in the face for trying to take his picture. This June. guy punched a chick in the... F- no, it was alleged. The accused. accused. How do you right allegedly there. either you do or you don't punch someone in the face? Not necessarily. That's what I'm getting at. But may, you know, just give me time. It could be a strong push. June 2016, Brown's former manager files a lawsuit saying that Brown assaulted him uh, in an unprovoked unprov- drug-fueled rage. Um, Chris Brown responded to this on Twitter by saying he's mad because I fired him because they're stealing my money. So I don't know. Like, so just gather all this information. <laughs> June 2016, Shug Knight sues Chris Brown for him getting shot seven times. I don't know why he didn't think Shug about maybe Knight his life. sued Chris Brown? For him getting shot seven times. Yes, that's correct. Even Shug's got problems. Gather this information. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm getting at now. After an all-day standoff in 2016, August, uh, police, uh, a subsequent search of the res- residence, Brown was arrested on suspicion of assault with a deadly weapon. A female alleged the singer had pointed a gun at her face in his home earlier that morning. Uh, Chris Brown declared in a three Instagram post that he's innocent and tired of this shit. Um, and then recently, of course, the rape allegation um, against his his boy, and which he is being associated with. But he slowed down the past. I mean, he slowed down a lot, and there was was an obvious rehab moment where it seemed like after that, everything really dialed down a lot, which shows growth, and is coincidentally the same time his daughter was born. No, but what about, didn't Karuchi claim that he, like, kicked her in the stomach, and... She uh, filed a restraining order against him. Is that not on the list? It's not on the list, no. But she did file a restraining order on him. And alleged that he did hit her at one point or something like that, and that she's feared for her safety. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's also to be noted. But a lot of these, I saw you, the eyebrow raising, like, what? Because <laughs> I, I feel like it's, it's very easy to get at the person with the short temper that has a lot of money. Yeah. You know what I mean? And although it's clear he has a problem, he has an issue with his anger, with his temper, with his patience maybe, regardless, people are kind of poking the bull. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Remember when him and Raz B were in that beef? Yeah. Yeah. Like that was the From best. B2K? Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. But that guy really B2K. homophobic really quick. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Stokes' name was thrown in there. Um, penis and booty hole was thrown in. There was a lot of, there was a lot of things thrown in, so. Yeah, it's not looking too good for Chris out here, I man. find that dudes of a certain age bracket have, like, a lot of empathy for Chris Brown. Do you feel a connection to him? Um, I don't feel a connection to his personality at all. I like his music a lot. Um, I love his earlier music, obviously, a lot more. But my thing has always been, like, like I said, people provoking him. So I, it mixes up the narrative in your mind like you don't know whether to believe he's a fucked up guy or is everyone just fucking with him since Rihanna yeah you know what I mean and like I, I, can't, I can't understand that type of patience yeah. that I would need to exert to go everywhere and everywhere you go someone's looking for a check yeah. you know what I mean it's like <laughs> and if you're like when you're deemed the Ike Turner of your generation like it's, it's kind of hard to, to break that mold and some people will say you know you deserve that and that's to each their own. But for me, like I said last week, 
if the person involved in it can forgive them, who the fuck am I to hold a grudge? Mm. I'm not even involved in the situation. Which person, though? Which of the 15 people that you just mentioned? Rihanna. Okay. Yeah. Rihanna, well, that was Rihanna, quite some time ago, so maybe that helps with that. Well, she, but that's well, my point. Wait, she has to forgive him so long ago. Yeah, yeah. but he's, it's not as if that was the sole thing that he did, and since that time, we're all still talking about Yeah, that. no, obviously he's done, he's fucked up. <laughs> 2013 was a clear representation, because <laughs> we're all fucking up. Can um, he redeem himself, though? No, is there? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's done. Who? Who's somebody that has? But done it's not it? done though. Quantified done because he still has a career. His name's still... attached to rape now. It's over. Over? I don't think so. It's over. You can't. Chris Brown has come back time and again. He reinvents. So I don't think he'll ever be a mainstream star. But I think he'll always make money. He'll, he'll always, always tour. make money for sure. You got a lot of blind following with all these people. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what Taylor Swift says racially or or about anyone, she's always gonna sell. No matter what, even if, listen, RCA Records drops Chris Brown, Chris Brown's making more money. This is the age of independence. Mm-hmm. If he throws out music and it's all going to him now, he's making even more money. You're doing him a favor almost. So it's like, it doesn't really make sense to, to petition to get him off. And I don't see, like, it, it goes back to what we were saying about with the whole Kanye thing and people putting the celebrity on such a, a high pedestal where it's like, Man, they need to set an example. And if they don't suffer these consequences, I guess none of us have to. And it's like, it just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. I'm not that invested in these people's lives where I care that much. Yeah, I'm not invested. You got to be really bored to be like, ah! (laughs) Like, what do you do daily? Like, what is your daily tasks that you could be so hell-bent that you need to make? Someone made a petition, like, they wrote up a petition form for this. I was just going to say, did you really have to garner that many signatures when you could have just said, guys, just don't download his music. Just don't press play. Right. Like like, Send out a tweet. If it's that if it's that convincing, it'll go viral. Yeah. <laughs> like, and the everyone people, will listen to you, apparently. And the people that it truly affects and that truly believe in that will will live by it and will will apply and I guarantee it. And those that don't care will just continue doing as they do. Yeah, and I guarantee 30,000 of those 49,000 people are still going to listen to the next Chris Brown single. That's, I hate when people try to impose their agenda on what they really feel on you. It's like, yeah, f- inform us, but don't impose. Don't like. I read this amazing thing that said, I've never met a successful person who leaves negative comments on celebrities' profiles. Yes, I read that too. That's it. It's so yeah. true. I've mm-hmm. legitimately never met anyone who's successful who spends their free time going on someone else's platform or worried about someone else's, else's life. Yes. Yeah. It's just, unless, unless you it's know hip-hop. Chris Brown, unless this is Rihanna who started the petition, mm-hmm. that I understand. But everyone else? Doesn't okay. really make sense to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, speaking of things making sense, we got Cynthia Nixon. Do you guys remember Cynthia Nixon? Who um, is Cynthia is Nixon? For those former who... actress from Sex and the City. Cynthia I'll show Nixon. you guys a picture. Oh, that's the, uh, le- um, the redhead. The redhead, the short oh, hair. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The one I I dis I just don't like the most. Least connected. <laughs> yes. The least connected of the four of the bunch. She treated that guy like shit, man. I'm sorry. You watched I Sex in the, the City? Movie. I just watched oh, the movie. Okay, that's cool. So I didn't see he probably fucked up in the series at some point. But he really like <laughs> He was the glasses guy. Yeah. 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 He really He didn't deserve all He didn't deserve all that shit that happened in the movie. Um She's catching heat right now for uh saying basically that black uh, Black people, 
Okay, let me read exactly what she said so I don't fuck this up. From Black News Over, her comments that creating a legalized pot industry in New York could serve as a form of reparations in black communities. I understand. So she's basically saying that if we're going to legalize marijuana and there's going to be stores and all this stuff, they should... These this should serve as a form of reparations for the black community, saying basically they're the ones that suffered the most from these injustices that have happened with this specific drug. Yes, that they should be the ones that benefit from it first. And I feel like the general public is taking it as we should be reparations for black people, where it's more so she's saying no, 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 the funding that goes into that and the amount of money that comes from that should come out from the black communities first because those ones that were most affected yeah, by all this if in anybody the first should get the piece of that pie it should be black people it should first be black people mm-hmm. first and so i know how, how come the picture looks so angry of her because they're, they're staring the, na- the narrative which is like what yeah. i want to get at with the wording of how they said this mm-hmm. I, I mean that's, i don't that's think that's she ignited outrage which is what the, the headline says Cynthia yes. Nixon ignites <laughs> outrage ignites for saying outrage. marijuana could be a form of reparations in black neighbors. So if the they're re- getting the money, yes. And but the main the thing is the and people that, was the that picture. are... <laughs> and here's the thing. It's, I think the reparations has to obviously start from the people in jail or the people that have been yep. sentenced. Like That's where reparations should start. Money and all that other stuff... You know, that's secondary, but I think mainly the people that have been charged. And you're qualified to say this because you have a weed show that you've done. I am a marijuana enthusiast, activist, Mm -hmm. medical card, chef. I got it all. I remember seeing the little spot with you. Was it Vice that you did that with? Vice, yeah, yeah. Vice is a known culprit for for the new weed shows. Mm -hmm. And you did like a weed, um, like a food thing, right? A little piece on Vice News when I was doing a marijuana. And that's the big argument right now is like... So many people are mad that there are shows and there are like studies and like classes that are opening up mm-hmm. in most part for white people to engage in in what the marijuana industry is about to become like yeah. the food it's going to affect food it's going to affect so many different areas right and everyone's like okay but I have a, a cousin in jail for three years for yeah. a dime bag mm-hmm. imagine well, going to jail for less than a backwood. Yeah. For everybody that got caught, like, because, yeah, they say five grams of weed in the States is this equivalent to, you know, five grams of weed and five grams of Coke. Like, it's fucking Coke. Insane. Insane. You get hit with the same shit, right? So I forget what they mean. That's why everyone's just like, so why are we going to sell weed? Might as well just make more money selling Selling Coke coke. if we're going to get hit with the same Same charges, yep. Right? So I I know for me, like, when it comes to weed, like, I don't know, man. I feel that the... The industry is coming to a point where just the same way that alcohol after prohibition, mm-hmm. right? Do you say, oh, is Al Capone innocent now of everything that he's done? He still did some fucked up shit yeah. when it was illegal, mm-hmm. right? So you can't say Al Capone is good now just because everything's legal. Yeah. No, you still have to break the law for that industry to happen. Fine, they were like leaders within the industry after, you know, the guys doing it dirty went legit. But it doesn't hide the fact that, yeah, you know, they were doing illegal shit before it was actually legal. So, yeah, but for the people that, you know, got hit, got years for a dime baggie. You know, Exonerated, nothing, man. You know, Exonerate them. Those people need to get their lives back. That's yeah. where the money needs to go did back Did that happen in, in the states where it did become legalized? 
Well, it's not fully legalized you yet. You know where you are. Yeah, but like even Colorado was first. Colorado was first. So they, Washington. But the people who were in jail for having small... Nope, they stayed there. They stayed there. right there. So it's, it's like, I think... Even with that's Obama. All, that's all uh, <laughs> Even with Obama. Yeah, it's, it, it comes down to a case-by-case basis where like, you could obviously tell, you know, when a person, you know, got did wrong. Stop, like just but it's a lot of money they'd be losing. That's they're the gonna thing lose right a there. lot of money. That's 100%. their main issue is that oh, I can't get all this free labor because you're essentially paying these guys 80 cents a day to do a lot of hard labor things, right? And it every time you fill a bed, you get more money because these are most of these jails are privatized, yeah. So, like, they're, they're getting money. So, if you lose those people. And a lot of these places are, are over capacity for their jails. There, there was a place, I, I can't remember, some little town where they couldn't even put anybody in jail anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, they just had to issue tickets. Because <laughs> it's like they're like, Okay, we're, you we're killed full. your mom, so. All right, well, that'll be, um, all right, how much was your mom making? <laughs> they just deduct the tax. Well, like, you it's know, crazy. With, um, with weed out here, too, when they legalize everything, um, there's still enforcing harsher penalties if you are involved in anything legal when it comes to marijuana. So as far as it, it might be legal now, and you could buy shit legally, but if you get caught doing illegal shit with marijuana, it's two, three times as worse as it was before. Wow. What's so an like, example of that? Perfect example. Let's say you get caught for trafficking. Like, you need to have a license now. Mm-hmm. Like, the trafficking charges are twice as harsh than they were back when you're, when all illegal was... All weed was illegal, mm-hmm. right? But now that it is legal, so it's like tobacco. Like it's not that tobacco is illegal, but if you get, you know, caught selling tobacco illegally, it's a harsh fine or you know a harsh sentence. Yeah. So because uh, it's legal here now, right? It's soon to be. A shop that was like a, a brick and mortar. It said "Weed the North." There's one right here. There's dispensaries all over the city. They're mm. all like, working within a gray over. area right now because, like, they get shut down all the time. Like, yeah, they'll get. Um, but they'll open back up because they know they're making hours. like eight to fifteen G's a day. It takes so much money, taxpayers' money, to do these raids, um, and they do so many of them that they have to call in people from the murder squad to come in and do these raids when it's like why is this necessary if this place is just going to open up 48 hours again yeah so it's like they're just wasting money doing this and there's so many that they can't even really police it like if you go on weed maps it's literally a a map of the city showing you every single spot places that deliver only places that are storefronts places that make edibles anything you want to find you can go on weed maps and see it have you ever dated a stoner no. No. Not really. Not, not not like a legit stoner. Maybe yeah. people who like occasionally. Smoke occasionally. Yeah. Socially. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a stoner? Are you guys stoners? Um, yeah. A stoner. I mean, he's man. ultra Super Saiyan 3 stoner. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Me, I'm just like Goku level one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In no, comparison, anyways. I'm a hardcore advocate. Like, it's part of my life. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, it's definitely part of my life. Um, it's the burning bush to my Moses. That's right. wonderful. That's very poetic. So I don't know if there's me- anything external that's like that for me. Not even makeup or breakup? Maybe sex. Segway. Right? Segway. Maybe sexway. Yeah, but like there's nothing that's like I can say like, like is a secondary part of my being like that. Do you find a unique pressure 
of having to be amazing in bed because no. you are a sex professional? I find the exact opposite. You okay. know what I think what makes me good in bed is that like I can admit that I don't know everything. I think you got kind of got to. You got you to gotta kind of white rabbit that situation. Yeah. Because if you don't go out there and say, yo, listen, so I know you, you see the videos, but I, I'm not like I don't know what's the up. craziest. Yeah, in and all everyone's these areas. so different. Like yeah. every so I, I think anyone who thinks they're incredible in bed is probably the worst person in bed. No, I think I'm amazing. Do you really? Yeah, you would say that. I, See, I would say I that about say you. Like I wouldn't be like I'm amazing. In bed. No, I wouldn't say it, but I do think it for sure. I definitely think. I it. think I'm good because I approach every situation like I'm bad. I approach every, if I have a partner, I approach them like, okay, let me know what's up. Like, let's figure this out together. I don't approach it like, lay back. Let me just take you on a ride. Welcome to my world. That's my thing is that I don't have the same moves. There's no like schedule in my head when it comes to sex. Like, okay, now we go here. Sucking on some titties now. (laughs) Now we're going going down to the neighborhood. Next (laughs) on the schedule. (laughs) That's not. That's never in my Jesus mind. It's more, next on the <laughs> Everything's go. spontaneous with me I when it comes to sex. I have the most. I hate boob stuff. Do you don't like any foreplay with the? It's there's so. Tatters. I have the most painful breast in the world, yo. Like I hate that because it's okay. that's breast is such a funny thing with women because yeah. some women are like, oh my god, yeah. touch me, bite my nipples, some women are like, squeeze it's like you're kissing my arm. Oh. Do you know what's actually half and half? But also for men as well, too. Mm. Some dudes yeah. love nipple play, and some Hell can't yeah. stand it at all. Oh, man. I, I've never dabbled in it long enough to know if I like really? it or not. You never had someone like I mean, they've done it's it, but I just haven't been like... the most relaxing thing ever, like, to get your nipples... I can imagine, like, laying back in the circled sun. Circled and caressed. Getting a nice, <laughs> getting nice nipple licking. Anybody that says <laughs> male... I take a little nap. Anybody that says male nipples have no purpose, no pleasure. Okay. Yes. They have a purpose for pleasure. So obviously we're on either side, sides of the spectrum. That's a, yeah. It's a perfect 50-50 split. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It has so the, the same nerve ending. You're, you're the side that doesn't like cilantro. Yeah. <laughs> Suck on the left, left nipple to the right one gets jealous. When he sweats, they scratch on his t-shirt. <laughs> what? Yo, I'm, yeah, but I got like... I don't have them like big like licorice nib nipples, you know. No, I got, no pepperonis. I got, no, I got like the I got the. Uh, Let's like, see them. My nipple tip is Let's like, it's like a nerd. Nip. I got nerd nipples. Okay. Like, oh my god, yo. Like, oh, like, okay. I, I could never get a uh, nipple. Got a good ring, uh, sure. circumference on the areola there. Yeah, the areola yeah, is like a nipple. Even. It's, it's a good color too. At first, I couldn't see the nip. I thought it was all one tone. Oh. Yeah. No, I, I've, you know what? I've never experienced anything but a brown or dark. I've never experienced a pink nipple. Basically, I've never experienced a white girl. Pink, pink nipples. nipples. I think I'm kind of pink. Do you have pink nipples? I'm like, pink no, I'm very like... flesh. Just, okay, I'm yeah. almost like one and one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those ones are usually, it's odd. It's either they're sh- a, just a tiny bit darker or hella shade lighter. Mm-hmm. Like I Really? Find. I don't know what it I is. I like very, I like it if it's a very dark contrast. I like all types of areolas. Really? I really thought before I was like, Oh, big areolas! Fuck yeah! Like, but like I love that. I'm talking, but like and then the, the little, the Havana little ones? ginger, big boy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking like, about. Exactly what I pictured. Google Havana, Havana is, ginger like, folks. For her Let like, me see him. Um, yeah, pull, yeah, you got, you got the one. Yeah, I'm gonna pull it up. Yeah, okay, I'm talking like New York style pepperoni nipples. Like, nah, like more like uh, like, like a roti. Like just flat, like straight up bara double skin, <laughs> boom. Is she a porn star? Ginger, she's a yeah, she's an ex porn star. But I think known she's for now. her areolas. But yeah, her main thing is like, oh, 
Look at them nips. The like, nips are, yeah. Like she, Titties. I would feel bad for like every shirt she rock would lead to a nip slip. For there you sure. go. Okay, let's look at look at these. It's like a, it's like Homer's eyebrow balls. That's oh what I, wow! That's what I call them, right? Damn. Some big areolas. Yeah, some big areolas. Right? But I like them. Oh wow! You know what I mean? There's yeah. something about that. And like, they're not it's symmetrical. Like, it's like brown paint splatter on the. Yeah. I've seen some like okay. I've seen. That's quite Almost the F size titties. I've never seen an areola right? like this in my life. Never? No, I have not. Yeah, man. Exist. Um, I've seen like F size titties with no areola. I mean, mm. none. Yeah. Just the nipple was a different color. And I was like, that's amazing too. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I've, you know, I've had a, like, I had a chick that had like flat A, like mm. no breasts, but then just. I'm not a breast person in the first nipples. place. That's like that's probably where I should start. Me. I'm not a breast person at all, like at all. I like. What that. are you? Are you pom pom man? That's oh, it. I'm a pom pom man. No, I've have never heard you say it before. I always say yeah, that just like, when I get thrown off. I'm like, I'm not a ass man. I'm not a titty. I'm a vagina man. So what like, you want? To, you want a fat? Is, is, or is there a specific pom pom shape that you appreciate? There are like ones that I definitely don't appreciate. But the are, there are more that I appreciate than don't. Does I'd love that to make hear sense? The, I'd love to hear the range. Can you pour me some lemonade inside the like, water bottle? I'd love to. I'd I like to pour that for you. I, Is it I like tuck lips, but I don't like un, I don't like unorganized lips, if that makes sense. Like they're just like Oh, you don't like the like the crumpled stingray flaps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 The You're flaps. the guy that I assure women does not exist. When women are self conscious about their vulvas, I'm like, there's no dude. Who is looking at your vulva like fuck me? No, I am. It's I you. Am. You're the one, but you're the exact person that I say. It, I think it's because it's like I'm, I'm putting this in my mouth. I, I gotta, I gotta enjoy so you, what I'm. So you don't like the the frumpy, like crumpled. Clap. I mean, those ones are kind of easier to find the clitoris. That's the one advantage. The Arby's one. Pardon? The Arby's meat. Yeah. The, yeah. Arby's Arby's meat. the Arby's meat. Yes. Yeah, the Arby's um, Black Forest ham. That one is easy. It's kind of easier to find the clit with that one. The ones where you gotta like literally just. Well, not, I shouldn't say easier to find it because it's always in the same place, <laughs> but um, like easier to get to. Mm-hmm. Whereas the closed one is kind of like you got to have your fingers spreading and holding it open. and yeah. You know what I mean? You can't really like just do your thing. But then like, th- those are great for like like just, you know, just uh, what's it called? Uh, some, some nice foreplay grinding. I actually I just heard about a new technique. I don't know if I told you about this. This is apparently this thing where it's like you massage the outside lips for like extended period of time and the blood rushes up mm-hmm. and makes the clit extremely sensitive and will give the girl the best orgasm ever. Well, I think that's just Same with Mon's pubis. Mon's who? Oh, like the, the, the pubic just around, area. Yeah, just yeah that. like just pinching and like rubbing up like the pubic area, putting yeah. pressure. Man, I need to do that with a wife. I don't think I could just do that with a... With a ting. <laughs> a little nice little mon's pubis massage. That's the point. You gotta like experience new things. Just be down there or like. <laughs> just drinking flour. <laughs> From Beethoven. <laughs> yeah, that's true though. How open can you really be with somebody? That that's you, you know what? That's exactly. With. So what I ended up with my partner. We started out as fuck buddies. Mm-hmm. But how it kind of happened is I had been with someone from Toronto for a long time. And then I was like, yo, as soon as the relationship ended, I'm like, I need to have sex with someone new. It's been mm-hmm. so many years. And so I was like auditioning dudes. I would yeah. bring a dude over and make out with him. I'd let him do stuff to me and be like, oh, I'm not the one. But the Didn't you make a show around that? Did I? 
Dating uh, dudes? Dating dudes? Is I did. Oh, no, that no, was no. a psychological yeah, experiment. Yeah, okay. okay, that was an experiment. They didn't yeah. get to massage the mons pubis. Shout out to mons pubis. But the, my partner today, like when he came over, we started making out. He had this look on his face when he was like down there with his hands, mm. like he was painting. It was like he was playing the violin. Like it was this so deep. He had, like, this his it was like. This is the thing that I that I always like when women tell me because you hear, hear them all the time. I'm pretty sure you've heard an amazing amount of Pillow horrible time. stories, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like it's like guys are just so, like it, Michael has always detail. been like, yo, you got it's got to be an escape. You know what I mean? Like if you're not if you don't feel like you're escaping, like nothing. You don't even if you're oblivious to everything in the room. You're in a good place, yeah. and if she's oblivious to everything in the room, you're in a good place. Because it doesn't make sense. Like, I think people think it's just the act, and the the physical touch is what is needed, and that's it. If I touch the right spot, then it's fine. And it's like you gotta create the it's whole all like experience, and it's wild, man. It's 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 interesting. As corny as it sounds, it's a connection. I don't believe that at all. And when I say connection, like I'm talking about, like you got to be on the same frequency, like okay, sexually, fucking, I think. Yeah, sexually, like yeah. Because if one person's here and another person's there, like you, you if you tell. both know the intent is there, like tell. let's fucking have a good time and everything's out the window. I don't agree with that only because of prostitution. People are incredible at having sex because they mm -hmm. know what someone else needs and how to be in tune with them. So you don't have to be in the same frequency. Sure. I just have to know what your channel mm -hmm. is and be on well, that. When I say like frequency, as in like they know, but if you have the same frequency, it definitely enhances. I think is what he's saying. Like, like, like you don't necessarily have to live by that, that or like listen to that radio station frequency all the time. But you know how to tune in at whatever certain time. Like once you know the intent from both ends, from both sides, right? Yeah, you can tell when it's lopsided. Yeah, no, like you I feel like I can. I don't think you can tell. I got a good. I got a good. Meter I on think it. that. I got a good sladar. I mean. <laughs> Later. I think people, you don't have to be like, for example, if I'm seducing someone mentally, right? Mm -hmm. I don't even have to like that person, but I can just know what they're looking for and provide that for them. Maybe I'm not feeling the same way. So I think sexually like, like that, I could know what you're looking for and provide that for you, but I'm not really there with you. It could still be amazing for you. But that's something when it's like both sides feeling it. Yeah, but you're not gonna know the, the, the difference. True. I, I know the difference. I know well, the difference. If if girls running game on you, and like she for sure one hundred percent wants to just make you feel like you're the king, but she knows deep down that's not the situation. Well, she, the, like because I know a lot of women have, have that power. I guess I say I know the difference because I don't really like girls. Well, I, I shouldn't say let girls. I don't really like girls doing much. I, it, it's just I, my experience. It's just I like being dominant. So it's like anything that goes wrong is my fault. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean. So I, I and I enjoy that. Because then I I determine how good it's gonna be, you know what I mean? And at the I'd never be disappointed if I'm the one doing all the work and I if I hold myself. What do you like not being done? Like, what do you mean that you don't like a lot of stuff? Like, I never used to like. I still kind of am on the fence about girls writing. Mm -hmm. so you really. never dated a woman that was dominant, like that was like that no. over dominated you, or no. that had the intent of trying to do so, but like you're just like, nah, I'm not um, letting that happen. Yeah, I've had those where it's like they had the intent, but then that just turned it. It would just turn into like very physical sex, if that makes sense. Like it's just a bunch of flipping. It's like a MMA fight. Well, Remember like, those like, videos you used to make? Just you making out with women. I what? You had those videos, those sexual videos. Oh, just me. No, that was an actual web series I was trying to get done, and then the girl 
two of the people in it got in relationships and all of a sudden didn't want to do it anymore. So it was like ruined. I'm like, I'm not going to replace. I'm not. This is not Fresh Prince. Yeah. I can't replace. <laughs> twice. Him in the second episode. <laughs> People will just not know what's going on. So I just had to like go of that. But yeah, I did. I did do that video. That got me a lot of attention. Yeah. <laughs> it was very interesting. Um, well, how, so how did we get fall into this? We, it went from nipples. We never know so, how we get here, man. We're just here, yeah, man. We were, we're talking about here. Chris Brown and why Chris, he yeah. should continue to be on Spotify playlists. Mm. And you being a, uh, a source of attraction for someone at the border. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no need for a recap. You know, I, you know how I think this started? It started with makeup to break up. Makeup to, Make up to break up. Yeah. Yes. Makeup or breakup <laughs> is what the show is actually called, and that's a show that you host on Facebook. Yes, it is. Yes, yeah. and what's that? What's that show about? You know what's really dope about that? Because uh, Facebook has this new platform called Watch Now, mm-hmm. and so they're producing like a handful of shows themselves, but they also allow creators to get on those that watch platform as well. Okay, which is supposed to be like the YouTube homepage, I guess, more or less in a sense. Hmm. It's like their version of YouTube Red, but it's it's free right now. But makeup or breakup essentially is like you guys would come to me and be like, "We're in a relationship." I'm ready to move in, you know, he's not. We've been at this crossroads for a minute mm. and the Facebook community hears your story out and then votes whether you guys should stay together or go your separate ways. It's like if you had a say in The Bachelorette's final decision. Yeah. Like, That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. That's a really dope concept. It Why? really is. It's simple. Do you guys want it to stay on internet platform because of like a Facebook, obviously their views, stupid amount of views. It's legitimately Facebook's show. Yeah. And like, do you guys, but do you guys want to move that to a TV platform? It's it's Facebook's show. So it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to happen. It's not like, it's not my show on Facebook. It's Facebook's show. But I mean, it's, I think it's an incredible, Facebook has been the best. I just asked because YouTube I know has a channel on actual like television now. Really? Yeah. For YouTube Red, no? There's a, like a channel you can, you can subscribe to through your like cable package. You made I'm that pretty up. sure. Oh, really? I'm YouTube pretty sure. Red? Yeah. And like YouTube TV site. is coming. I, like, but it's still on YouTube. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you don't. I, they don't tell me anything. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they keep me in the dark. How many times have you broken up with somebody and... Not much. No? I've only had like a good solid four or five relationships. Did you end them or did they end them? Oh, man. Or were they all amicable splits? I don't think I've ever necessarily been dumped before, but I think that they've all come to a place where it's like... Come the, on. It's like, come on. But it's like when <laughs> the per, other person does something so messed up that you have to end it, which in some cases is them ending it, mm. right? So yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're saying you've never messed up? Honestly, not really. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> not really. Shout out to Shannon's squeaky Not record. really. I mean, yeah, not really. Have you? Have you been dumped? Have I been dumped? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I have. Was it because something that you did, though? No, it was something that I, perceived, I was perceived to have done. Oh. Through, it was just a word of mouth situation that went horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, it was like, the person wanted to get back together, and then I was just like... If you're so quick to not believe me and make these rash decisions, eh, what are we doing here? Yeah. So it was like eye-opening thing for me where it was like, it could have been resolved, but I was just like, hmm, let's give this a second. Mm-hmm. And it just fizzled out. Five dissolved. years later? <laughs> <laughs> Funny, not even that. It wasn't that one. Um, I only had two relationships. I was like a serial monogamist. I, I like feel that. like you dated someone that I know. Uh, Did you date Melanie? Melanie? No. No? Okay. Um, Fiona? I, <gasps> yeah, school, school, school. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I did a nine-year bid. 
And then I did another, another three-year bid. Nine-year bid, the wording. And, and both of them broke up with me, but it was as a result of me being a bad breaker-upper. Like, I didn't know. I didn't like the idea of cutting things off. So you were so just I, that guy that does shitty things until they break up with you? A little bit of that, just kind of letting go, like, and not caring anymore. That'd but, be difficult but for me. I would still try and care, show that I cared, but the intent wasn't there, so, like, even though I would try... I can't do that. I'm too things, vocal. Like, I'm too vocal. Yeah, even like Couldn't do it. Like, Something's yeah, bothering me. I say it when it's bothering me, like right away. That's nice. That's healthy. I was also told, like, though, but all them. Well, actually, no, they weren't all. Out People get mad at me for doing it, because then they feel like I have a problem with everything. But but depends on like it's the it's does the level of your problem match your response? Not always. So if it's something simple like I had these I have chips. a policing problem. Oh, okay. Especially with friends. I find just because I, which I is why there's I always a new sidekick. No, I get it. No, no, definitely not. I don't. Every time I see Marlon, that's he's with a different thing. best friend. But that's the, that's the funny thing is like I don't police that. Those are the people I police the least. Yeah. The people I work with for the most part, like I, free reign. I don't. I don't police this guy at all. <laughs> you know. You're answering the question for him. Do I police you? <laughs> <laughs> I got done here. You guys can't see, but I have a nine movie in mind. Um, yeah, no, just for friends. Like, I find with anybody that I care about, I don't want them to look stupid or sound stupid or say stupid things. So I'll be like, that sounds stupid. Mm-hmm. And I won't, my delivery is horrible. It's off the cuff. It's when it happens. Like I said, hair trigger. So it's like, I just got to work on that. Sometimes I just find myself lately where I'm just like, Mm. Let me hold back. Let's just see how this plays out. Yeah. <laughs> hold that Kanye and, and, and comment and in back. In situations, please. I've seen people learning for themselves from them for themselves. Oh, that's like, nice. Sometimes right away, or sometimes over time, and I'm just like, I didn't need to say you a know word. What? I like Skinny Marlin. <laughs> skinny Marlin. Skinny Marlin. <laughs> Wait, this is considered Skinny Marlin? I, apparently so. I well, swear she you saw were me. Skinnier. She saw me a little bit bigger. I think. Yeah. I was like, gaining my face, especially. When I I was yeah, you were getting that. Yeah. Your neck was looking like brown. Oh yeah. You had like. You were like almost. My neck still kind of. You know, I still got a. No, you were getting there. to Busta Rhymes' neck. Busta Rhymes' neck. <laughs> you was getting Busta Rhymes' yeah, neck. Busta Rhymes looks like a thumb. I resent like, that. <laughs> that's crazy. He has no trapezoid. There's no nothing, shoulders. There's no, no in between from his shoulders to his chin. It's because you like, know, it's like once people hit 25, they go through that period of gaining a bunch of weight. Some people come back. Some people don't. Mm. So I'm, I'm happy. on my way to coming back. I'm happy sure. that. Thank that, you. Yeah. Yeah. Person who's not coming back is uh, Little Tay. You guys know who Little Tay is? The nine-year-old. Yes, the nine-year-old little yes. Asian girl who says, "You're broke. I'm richer than you. <laughs> like I just got this Lamborghini today." Get her offline, please. Thank you. Well, what she do now? Um, Little Tay's mom gets fired for her antics. Internet sensation Little Tay makes her social media account followers. Grow by posting videos of herself counting money, driving foreign cars, and talking about broke ass niggas. She's nine years old. Her faux ghetto antics just got her mommy let go from her day job. Her mom was an enabler who was using the money and property from clients at work so that her preteen could flourish on the internet. So, what does her mom do? Like a realtor? Reportedly, this brat's mom is a Vancouver, Canada property agent who has appeared in videos with her controversial Asian child who enjoys using the N word and Daily Hive, a Canadian media outlet, is reporting she was fired by her agency. Little Taste Canadian? I, I was sickened by this news as well. 
I do not know well, this. She's from Vancouver. She's from Vancouver. That's wild. BC's canceled. I always think about like that, though, that I'm like, you know what? Good for them. They, because she rose to fame because there's clearly some type of perversion in society where we want to see that. It's not necessarily a perversion with her specifically, though. I think it's just this whole trolling like people know you're doing it and still want to watch that's what's crazy to me is when they know what's happening and it's kind of like it's almost like they they want to be there to be like okay i saw and i knew it was happening and now i get to laugh at all these people who are being mad yeah you know what i mean it's like they're, it's almost like they feel like they're in on a joke that's not funny it's weird like i saw this little nine-year-old girl like she had songs she had a song with chief keef Lil tay no, she doesn't. Oh, wow. What is Chief Keef doing? That's a come up for Chief Keef still. It's a real one trick pony, you know what I mean? In, in, in a sense, you know, it was weird and annoying that this little nine-year-old girl was you know saying all this shit and obviously her saying nigga i was like okay this is you know this is where we cut it off <laughs> but but at in a that, sense she had, had a kind of it should have been cut off long even before that why because she's why? a nine-year-old with money yelling no just because she said i didn't really see what the big deal was that everybody was getting mad about that is what i'm saying until she said nigga and i was like oh okay well yeah but a nine-year-old yelling with money, you choose to pay attention to that or not. It's not. There's nothing really wrong. And at the same time, I went through a bunch of her videos. She's saying, I'm doing this and I got this and this. What are you doing? You're sitting at home, blah, 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 watching this shit. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of like, she's an Everest girl. She's kind of like, we didn't get mad at him for telling us we were broke right? and yeah. <laughs> Like He's just sitting at home, got nothing to do. She's, kind, the of, phone. she's kind of a new wave of, of motivational speaker. Like, she, impa- she infiltrated the hip hop community. Instagram hood Everest. She really? infiltrated the social media. And she was saying things that were trying to get people off their ass and make money. Kind of got to respect it. But at least Everest was giving you a solution. Yeah. It was saying yeah, go back to school. Yeah. yeah, she's nine years old. So random, It's a very, very small scope of solutions she has. Random fact: Did you know that the Everest commercials were Spike Lee joints? Yes, I did. Yeah. Mm. Yes, I did. <laughs> I when I learned that, I was like, it makes perfect sense. It totally makes perfect. Was it a joke? Perfect sense. No, no, no just, that's just his style. You know, that's Spike Lee. So he was hired to produce those commercials. Yeah. Didn't you do like a version of that? Yes, did you make an Everest commercial? Yeah, yes. Man. Check it out on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> I know I haven't posted a video in like five years, but <laughs> videos coming soon. Yes, yes. Why did you stop YouTube? Um, just focusing on growing this. Um, I'm really loving doing this, mm-hmm. and um, plus just some other outside side stuff that I've been doing. Um, yeah, yeah, and just you know how it is in this city with trying to find people to shoot with. Not the easiest thing. Yeah. Not the easiest thing to coordinate all the time. Mm -hmm. You you get to that point, you know what I mean? Where it's just like, I'm I'm doing videos by myself. (laughs) I'm doing by myself. Can I make an entire script with just me? Yeah, I think I can do that. That's what I started thinking in my mind, you know what I mean? And I always got to like, just work my way out of that funk. 
so that I could get into a good enough space where I could start hitting people up again. And I, it's about that time. Mm-hmm. It's about that time. Got some skits I want to do. Um, we're going to be doing a video. We are. Right after this. Yes. yes. A word. Yes. A word. Yes. Would you like to join? Please. Would you like to join? If, if, if there's any, if, if we you need. If space it out. I mean, it's, it's an advice video. Oh, so then. Whatever. Yeah. No, no pressure. No pressure. No. Got it. Um, so yeah, Cynthia. Oh, this also happened. Uh, Bob Marley's granddaughter is going to sue the California police after they mistook her and her friends for Airbnb burglars. So um, I don't know if you saw the video that was going around. Shout out to Denisha Pendergrass. Shout out to Denisha. We love um, you, Denisha. Support from out here, man. Uh, she was, uh, the Rialto Police Department has released body cam footage from the incident involving Denisha Pendergrass. Three videos of body cam footage were shown at a press conference to counter claims that Pendergrass and two other friends, who are also black, were racially profiled. The owner of the Airbnb, the woman say that, was also present, said the situation could have been avoided had her guests used some common courtesy. Whoa. If the kids had simply smiled at my neighbor and waved back and acknowledged her and said, we're just Airbnb guests checking out, none of this would have ever happened, she said. But instead, they were rude, unkind, not polite. First of all, so she the wasn't Airbnb even there. owner said that. And she wasn't even there. Mm-hmm. The neighbors said so that. So that's first of all. Nope, she said that. The Airbnb owner. That wasn't even the neighbors. She said that. At my neighbor. Ah, yes. So the neighbor yeah. said that to her, and she's relaying. Well, okay. she, she, neighbor could have said that, but at the same time, she can't just say that that's what happened if mm-hmm. she wasn't there. You know what I mean? Um, Denisha, a 33-year-old filmmaker, as well as the descendant of the iconic reggae artist Bob Marley, and two of her friends, Kels and Comey, were confused for thieves as they were getting ready to leave their Airbnb in Rialto, California. According to a report from CBS News, the trio was packing their luggage when a neighbor called the cops on them, reportedly telling officers that she saw three black people stealing stuff. The neighbor had also reportedly waved at the group, but they didn't acknowledge her back, which contributed to her calling the police. Now, they did that. Do you guys, how do you guys feel about that situation? You see three black people that you don't recognize at someone's house that's white coming out with bags of luggage and... They didn't wave back at you, I guess. Um, are you assuming that someone's stealing? In your a thousand percent no. Not a thousand well, no, percent no. Who comes up with no. luggage? Like, and yeah, taking I'm, their time. Yeah, yeah. No in masks, the day. Let's rob this Regular house. day clothes. I'm going to let my dreads hang. In the daytime. And Come on, woman. Like, like that's, that's, that's kind of ridiculous. This just has to be one of those, like, I'm a fucking moron things. You know, sometimes we all have those moments. This is the implicit bias moment. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. Well, they had this uh, story recently where these two Native Americans were on a college tour, mm. and they joined yep. the tour late, Yep. and they got the woman called the police on them. Yep. And they were like, well, they were being quiet. They weren't talking. Like, they don't have to talk to you. That's not that's, the law. Isn't that we have to acknowledge you, smile at you, Thank rub you. your feet, make you feel comfortable? Thank you. We are not here to make you feel comfortable in life, and that's what we have to do to survive every fucking day. Charles Gambino just talked about it. How that moment in the, at the ATM line changed his life, where he he sat behind someone who's white in the ATM line. Guy noticeably looks uncomfortable, so he stood off to the side and backed up to make this guy more comfortable. And that's little things that we do every day. And white people have no idea what that's like. Yeah. Because they don't have to make anybody comfortable. Everyone has to assimilate 
to their needs and what to, they yeah, they want they in that situation. <clears throat> so that's why black people being loud is uncomfortable for them, and that's why we get the cops called on us. <laughs> Large groups of black people being quiet, uncomfortable. Yeah, Hanging awkward. out in Starbucks. Hanging out in Starbucks. places, Starbucks, yeah. uncomfortable, awkward. So it's like it always has to. It always boils down to comfort. And I then did, I did a social experiment mm. one time. I locked my bike up. I lost my key. Mm. And I'm like, you know what? It's two in the afternoon. I know I don't have a key or a duplicate. Let me break into my own bike and see how many times I get called the police. Like people call the cops. They did this. They did this uh, on uh, whatever YouTube channel. Yeah. The whatever channel. I don't I've know seen if you've that seen it. Too. Yeah, I've seen that. So, you know what? I was inspired by that. So I was just like hammering away at my, th- at my, at my bike. Three officers. Three separate officers came by. I'm like, you know what? I could, I could see why, you know, why you guys would get called, but broad daylight? For real, guys? <laughs> and then was it, wasn't there an article about some officers that were like, all right, white people, stop calling the police. You're wasting our time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, uh, there's some police that started a Reddit thread that basically said, we, we're tired of getting these calls I'm coming out to your house, and it's just because you were afraid of black people. Yeah, and it's like, it's yeah. like a you bunch of police officers reiterated the same dollars motion, because so. of your racism. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of wild, man. Racism. Have you ever constant. called nine one one in your life? I've called nine one one once, but for ambulance purposes. Yeah, I have too. Yeah, I've That's never. Yeah, I've never called. Never in my life. for for police. Mm. I, I I I leave police out of everything. I ain't no snitch. Uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, this is all just happened in the last week. A black student at Yale was napping in a common area and someone called the police. Faculty mem- member shoves black graduates off stage and the University of Florida apologizes. Nordstrom Rack apologizes to black teenagers falsely accused of stealing. A woman says she saw burglars. There were just black Airbnb guests. Native American brothers pulled from campus tour after nervous parents calls police. Two black men settled with Starbucks in Philadelphia over arrests. Five black women were told to golf faster. Well, then the club called the police. Imagine being told to club to golf faster. Mm-hmm. The slowest sport in the world. <laughs> well, those sports were literally. Oh, excuse me. Can you hurry up and talking golf and already? networking? Are you kidding? And you called the cops. How's it grounds to call the cops? And the police came. And did they, they came. Did they drive their freaking squad car into the field? Like I don't get when you make a call. There should be some sort of law that says we only come out if someone's actually breaking the law. Yeah. Because a lot of times they'll get these calls and it's like, all right, we'll come check it out. And they know there's nothing that's happened. There's, no, there's nothing that's going to happen. But yet they come out, and especially when there's black people, now it's, oh, got to check IDs. And, oh, now one person has a warrant out or whatever the case may be. Someone starts getting questioned for something that they're not even weren't even really involved in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's happened to me and my friends countless times. Police are called for a separate situation. All of a sudden, you're being questioned for something completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like there's a funny skit if you guys get the chance. So there's a new like BBC UK in Living Color slash Kane Peel called Family, mm. and there's this funny sketch where this black superhero just just like reprimands and ties up all these terrorists and criminals and he has them there waiting to get arrested or waiting for the police to come and get them. The police come, garage door opens up, all the criminals on their back tied up and they're still like, get your hands up yep. to the superhero in the yeah. freaking superhero cape. Like, are that. you kidding me? That was me? an amazing like, escape. 
That's Amazing skit. <laughs> Sorry, off topic, but I saw one the other day where these two guys come in. They um, tell the mom that she has to shoot one of her kids. And um, it's a prank. It's like, yeah, uh, it was a prank, yeah. And then she has to shoot one of her kids. She chooses one kid basically after like they badger, badger, badger. Yeah. There's nothing in the in the gun, and they're just like, now you know, kid. Now that you is know. terrible. Like, wow. Yo, that's fucking terrible. Now you know, kid. Now you know. <laughs> and then they just leave. And the kids just like, you gonna shoot me? <laughs> You can only choose one. I hope that was fake. It was fake, yeah. Okay, good. Because that'd be depressing as fuck. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. That'd be the number one show on television. I'm telling you right now. The number one show on television. Flip a coin, man. who you love. And then put them in danger You know when you're... Flipping a coin. Come on. You know when you're a kid, those are like legitimate thoughts that you have? Yeah. Like, who am I going to pick to survive? Yes, I always thought. Oh, pick to survive? Yeah. Yeah, you play that game... was it burning barn or something like yes, that? Yes. Like, like, who do you say from the barnyard? It's like daily I had to remind myself, yo, if it goes down today, it's mom. Like, or like, yo, it's dad today. Like, it always was, you know what I'm talking about too? Like, you know when you're a kid, like, you have genuine fears of dumb shit, like quicksand? Yep. Like, it's that a real... <laughs> I'm so mad that I grew up and found out quicksand's not real. What do you mean I think it's real. It's not it's real. real. It's a Hollywood made up thing. It's not real. I think it's real, but like, not that serious. It's it probably some, but it's not even called quicksand. I don't think what you're talking about. Yeah, is like yeah, it's a lighter version of that. You're not gonna fucking sink and like it's not eating you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, quicksand is literally a made up Hollywood thing. The more you know, the more you know. The more you know. Did you learn that from the <laughs> Um, but yeah, I find it's it's when I was younger, I never really thought about that but as i grow up i'm it's almost animalistic like because they there's cats that do that thing at certain times every day like thing they call it mad dashing where they for like an hour your cat will just dart across your your house like mm-hmm. repeatedly like a fire drill like tw- yeah yeah and it's like he's practicing if i'm ever in danger this is what i need to do and he's doing it's route. It's a route. And my cat did it the worst. It was like 3 a.m. was his his practice time. <laughs> so <laughs> it was the fucking worst. Smokey, yeah. It was the, the, the gray cat. He's dead now? Gray cat. Yeah. No, that was, no, it was my roommate's, oh, cat. roommate's cat. Oh. Yeah, and then, cat was, he would jump on your shoulder yeah. and just like. It's the nicest cat in the history. Like I, he was like a human spirit was living inside of <laughs> It's weird. We played fetch with that cat. It was so odd. But yeah, he would do this mad dashing. And I feel like there are times when I'm passing, you know, Castle Frank Station. You're going over the bridge. And it's like, if this shit flips over, what am I doing? All right, I'm going to jump up there. I'm going to grab that. You're like, these are legitimate things I think about. If I'm in a plane and I'm like, all right, the wing flies off. The best <laughs> thing you could do down. is go limp. <laughs> the best thing you could do, go limp. <laughs> yeah, I never really got what the whole, like, bend down and put your head to your knees you go limp that's why in major car accidents if there's a drunk driver they're always the least injured because they're just because they're limp (laughs) so the moment the moment you like seize up you seize up you end up hurting yourself way more that's true yeah so that's why laying down and putting your head down just like chill just chill well, naturally, like by reflex, <laughs> but by your re- natural reflex, when something's about to happen, it's like you tense. Yeah, tense up, but you don't know what's so gonna like, happen. I'm in gonna the, crash. In the plane. <laughs> just, like, just chill out. So just about your, just before you're about to crash, limber. play dead. Just get limber. <laughs> Basically, get a massage before you. Have go you guys done flight. an escape room yet? 
Oh my god! No, not yet. So I want to though. It's so definitely bad. a depressing day if you're not as smart as you think. Mm -hmm. That's the day I learned, like, oh, I would die. Like, I thought that I was quick and like you I could watch all these movies and you're like, no, nope. so you're oh, so so you're, I was the dumbest person in my group by far. So if this is a scary movie, you're the first. I'm the first one gone. Movie. Yeah. I'm so just, people are figuring things out in front of you, and you're just like, I don't even know how to the point that. yeah like, so like there, the problem was in front of me i was unclear it was dumb shit marlon it was like the girl that's crying uncontrollably they're like tell you to <laughs> shut up just <laughs> shut up shit and just <laughs> that's hilarious that is or so you're funny. also the girl that like finds finds a point in time to do something freaky during like the horror movie scene maybe that might be my use that would actually give me some some skill yeah. i did nothing i froze <laughs> i feel like i need to be like in the actual situation if i know it's fake there's still a part of me that knows keep it's telling fake. yourself that so i'm not thinking as hard as so I you don't have to. that cat instinct you're not practicing i mean i guess not yeah i guess not i need to do more escape rooms or put myself in danger more <laughs> One or two. i've been wanting to do that that and axe throwing and what axe throwing i thought you said ass throwing i was like where is this throwing ass no, I'm not going to throw a booty to, to immigration workers. <laughs> Don't ask. Um, that's secretly what, what he wants to ask you. He's like, aren't you the guy from the throwing ass event? That's, <laughs> <laughs> see, you know. How did you make it here? Uh, <laughs> earlier this week, um, Donald Glover's life got a little sweeter when he was invited on stage in Los Angeles by Stevie Wonder to perform Superstitious with him. Very superstitious. Yo, Donald Stevie Glover? Yeah. Which one's that? Um, Childish Gambino. Gambino. Oh, yeah. not that. Not, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not, yeah not That's not, is that even a highlight for... <laughs> <laughs> Imagine him on stage with Stevie Wonder. But like, Donald Glover has such a great week. That feels like a fourth place. It's like a green ribbon finish. It's like not as everyone, dope as everything else It's not, because everyone has a photo with Stevie Wonder. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. I kind of feel like Stevie's like... And the funny thing is Stevie's never seen any of them. Stevie Wonder's a culture vulture. There's the title. (laughs) (laughs) Stevie Wonder's a culture vulture. He definitely attaches himself to every single person that comes up in the industry. Every single one. But I mean like just people in general. I know several people who've like gone to an event where he performs at. Like local barbecues. He's always performing. And like if if he's at an event, he will sing. So I feel like the Stevie Wonder like nod is not the best thing. His video hitting like 31 That's million in a so night. so funny. Stevie Wonder's that annoying friend that just will start singing in places he knows these people haven't heard him yet. No, everybody's <laughs> everyone's going to be like, come on, Stevie, no, jump on the piano. The and he's the guy that doesn't say no. And you know what he's doing. After like the eighth or tenth time, you're like, this motherfucker again <laughs> with the fucking singing. Jesus Christ. No, Don't you man. have game? A personality? <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker, I'm oh, blind. Stevie. Leave me alone, man. <laughs> I do like do it like Eddie Murphy. I told you about the singing and the piano shit. That don't impress me. Take the wheel, motherfucker. <laughs> don't impress me. Take the wheel. Um, which is very funny because this perfect segue. Donald Glover is a part of the Stevie Wonder is not blind. Uh, the Earth is not the Earth is not the Earth is flat and Stevie Wonder is not blind. I don't know. Did he become part of it based off of performing with him? Like, he's like, yo, I was there. I saw him reading the music sheets. Or before. This is what he said. I use his songs in Atlanta, and you have to ask special permission. I called him. I got his number. So we're texting, which is, like, already crazy. I'm like, hey, Stevie, I want to use your song. He's then like, we'll send it over. Let me read it. It gets turned into Braille, gets sent to him. He reads it, and then we don't hear anything. 
At this point, Glover says he called him again and tells Wanda that he just got the first cut of an episode back and wants to see how it works with his music. That's when Wonder asks if he could watch the, the rough edit. He just texts back like, man, I love it. <laughs> Glover said all the time, I'm like, how do you do that? But like, was he touching the screen? This is funny. <laughs> and then, yeah, so basically he told him he loved Atlanta. I'm pretty sure he's just listening to the Right. Yeah, but I, I, can't really am, I can imagine, like, considering how many songs Stevie has wrote and how much things he's experienced over the years and how much he's had to make his own visualizations of mm. what he could feel here and, and whatnot. Like, his imagination and, but, his, and his, like, perspective... Must be ridiculous. There's more underneath that. Imagine you don't, you can't see, but your perspective it? is endless. Right. Underneath As a result that, of like a... not having any set standard for what things there are, like a computer to him could look like a freaking car. And I always insane. think about how do blind people dream? Like, what are their dreams like? Yes. How, like, what happens? Is it all sound? Is it like? Do you know when you close your eyes, you just see that crazy world, and you mm-hmm. focus on those. Uh-huh. Maybe they have like a storyline. But you after can a while. see that world. You see, you, you, we close our eyes and we can still. Because we have a reference around point. it. We have a reference point. If you were born like that, imagine. Is, like I, I, I would love to for them to develop technology into what the brain is essentially seeing. Mm-hmm. You know imagine what, I mean? what they thought a human being looked like. Yo. Yo. <laughs> 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 like, yo, Stevie. Imagine what do you they think we're actually like black, like the black that they see all the time, like black, black, black. Like that's what that'd you... be wild. That'd be so wild. You're fucking up my mind. Because right unless now. like a blind person has the opportunity to feel everything out, the contours, the isn't that how Jamie Fox got his girls? He feel her wrists. Or no, is that not Jamie Foxx? Ray Charles. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know you're Fox. a good actor when Jamie Foxx is so good at acting. I thought it was you him. Feel their wrists to see. Mm-hmm. Their yeah, in the movie he like touched like their their wrists around their arm and like the thicker it was, he'd be like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like the thinner it was, you could feel like I guess I don't know whatever he, he wanted to feel, then he'd know if she was attractive or not. But then what is it? What, what does that matter? Because he wouldn't know if she's attractive or not. For some reason in the movie, they always were attractive if they had a certain type of wrist. So, um, but yo, that's that's a that's straight media staring a, a narrative there for women well, think, must think have small it. wrists to be attractive. Like, Imagine how could a thing. blind person have like phys- uh, physical standards on what a person looks like? Because he's a celebrity, so like someone's attractiveness is probably fifty percent about your own pleasure and half about the what everybody else exactly. You. Yeah. yeah, it's like a nice car. Oh, but more about Stevie before we get off track. So I'm scrolling down in the replies and whatnot, and there's this girl who says, oh, my God, so now I'm believing my best friend. said her best friend is, like, um, a family member of his, and she was at a family get-together or whatever, and Stevie must have said, oh, man, you're starting to look so much like your sister. And, like... She said what? And he kind of like ignored her. Mm-hmm. He's messing with people. And He's then, calling. Hold on. on if I was so blind, I'd be doing more. that scrolling some more. all the time. People who have attended his concerts claiming to see him catch a mic stand that was falling. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> this is all kind of crazy now. <laughs> think about it, man. This guy has been blind his whole life. You'd think he would have figured out at certain points how to like just feel mic certain My stands can fall and... Plenty of different directions. Him catching okay, is very, very Think impressive. about the blind kung fu master that's like 
that people always see in movies that are doing shit. That like, I think it's more so that they weren't around for the times he didn't catch it. And that might have been that <laughs> right. one or two odd times that he, did. he actually did. Exactly. And on top of that, what does it matter? What if he's blind or not blind? It doesn't change no, the fact that's, that... No, that's a very big deal. That's it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter to me it's at all. Me. It's a big deal to me. The did you like his songs more? This is extra beautiful because he can't see what he's talking about. <laughs> Don't you understand, Shannon? <laughs> Shannon, would you ever date a guy that was blind? Do you think yeah. You, you, could, you think you could date a blind yeah. guy or somebody with like, a serious disability? For a woman to be like, yeah. Why not a dude? Same thing. Because we're not as insecure about our physical appearance. I feel as... Oh. on a, There's obviously guys insecure about the physical appearance, but on a large scale as women are. Cause it's just, so what does a girl's blindness have to do with her physical appearance? No, not a woman being blind. I'm talking about the, their spouse being blind. I feel yeah. like it would be a lot easier for a woman to deal with that, especially because you guys choose things to deal with that you, you're like, okay, I'm going to have to take this as it is and most men are not like that mm-hmm. like women are usually the ones that compromise and that's in that case whereas men are just like Ugh, she does that I don't know I gotta find the perfect one <laughs> men are more shallow is basically what you're saying essentially yeah women go way deeper yeah like I don't like see physically men, for sure that well then again deep. I don't know but I, I see a lot more success stories with people who are disabled where the woman is the able-bodied um, partner and I see a lot more of those relationships personally. I don't see it the other way around that much. So, I don't know. I, I personally, I don't think I could. Have you ever dated somebody with a disability? I'm very visual. I haven't, no. no. Have you? This is the thing, though. It's I've like, only met some. Like, there's the not a lot. I've dated somebody suicidal. That's it. Yes, that's yeah. mental, right? Yeah, so. Is that a disability, though? Mental I mean, it can be. Illness, mental. I mean, if you dated, if you met them, and that's what they were. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a way, you took someone on that you knew was gonna. Yeah. No, I, I took it on. I, I went in knowing that I have to like. Is that I took why on you went in? Well, I took it on the role like, all right, God, you know, maybe I'm supposed to be in her life at this point in time, and I had this back then. I had a I was uh, understanding of the you know the concept of a season, a reason, and a lifetime. Mm-hmm. People that are in your life for a reason. People that are in your life for a season. And the people that are there for a lifetime. And I was totally with them. Like, she's obviously not a lifetime, but I'm either a season or a reason. What are you, Norm? And I like, and I assumed the position of. You have all the makings to date a blind woman. There you go. Totally. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> all I, the makings. I, I don't know. I, I do like damsels in distress. You just told us a story about sending someone. Actually, did you even check if, you're, if that finished, that ride completed? That you <laughs> sent someone to Oshawa. It feels like he likes fixing people. It does feel that way. Yeah. You're a fixer. Yeah, mm. uh, if you guys are wondering what the hell she's talking about, just before the podcast, uh, I went to go grab some water, and I bumped into a lady outside that was crying. Um, she was holding a bouquet of flowers, just crying to herself, sobbing. And I, was, and I approached her and asked her what was the matter. Apparently her mother just, got, uh, just had a stroke and was rushed to the hospital, and she had no money and was trying to figure out a way to get there. And I don't know, man. I'm a softie when it comes to my mother, so like... I just felt the need to like I don't I don't even really have, I ain't balling like that but I was like you know what Lyft has got a promo right now I'm a Thor in a cabin center off so yes maybe I would date a blind woman based off that yes it don't bother me remember yes. Jennifer Connelly in uh, <clears throat> that movie where she was blind but that was more of like a that was a dark movie Jennifer Connelly movie where she's blind Jennifer Connelly 
don't know. That's that's a bad like reference. Because like the dude, thing? it was a it was a dark, like a twisted horror film where the dude dating her was like. What about that movie Daredevil? Huh? 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 Yeah. No. That movie's horrible. Ben Affleck's worse. Um, Thirty-five thousand dollars to donate your testicle. Are you doing it? Um. You know, I told myself I wasn't gonna have kids, so off the top of my head now, I would. That's seventy thousand for both. Yeah, I'm not gonna use them anyway. <laughs> seventy thousand for however, for no I think thirty-five G's is lowballing. Thirty-five G's. Is you don't need both testes, right? No. Okay. Like, <laughs> but then you're the one ball guy. I, I know like somebody. That's a topic. I feel like there's a group <laughs> chat discussion right there. There's an ill <laughs> DJ in the city that has one ball. And he's fucking. You know what? Fuck it. He, he everyone. Shout out to Dirty Dale. Shout oh my god! <laughs> oh my he's got one testy. DJ Dirty Dale. We love. Did he you, tell bro. you that? So he like just. Well, it's out there. Confidence. Well, he it's out there. Like he oh, okay. he fully like his logo is a banana and two cherries, and it's like well, there really should be only one cherry. Did right. he take off the cherry? <laughs> no, I think he should. I think he should take off one. Of them. I mean, yeah, you gotta update the brand. Um, <laughs> But to anyhow, reflect you personally, and, and as far as I know, he's was he still driving get, around in a nice car after? Okay, uh, I don't even know. He's got, he drives a nice, rides a nice. Is bike. this thirty five thousand a number that you're just throwing out there? This is like a, based on some type of article. Article that's saying donate a testicle and you can get paid thirty five thousand. Who's it going to? It was on the news actually. Someone took a screenshot of it on the news. So okay, well, how many sperm donations would you have to make to amass thirty five thousand dollars? Because if you could still beat the system, keep a ball, but like jerk off a certain amount of times to have mass thirty five. How much you get paid for that? I don't know. I know that you ejaculate up to a billion sperm per release. Yeah. So a billion niggas. But come on, you like, have to out do of a billion, <laughs> only <laughs> one makes it. So like that oh, billion doesn't really matter. <laughs> Got to the egg. <laughs> That's crazy. No, but that, that, it's it's just like saying, oh, there's a billion, you know. People in this billions of people in this world, but there's only one Michael Jordan. You know, like we're all billions of sperm, but there's only one that can bust through. We're that. All serial killers. But what's someone doing with an additional testicle? Ah, uh, I guess it's like the kidney, like a, like a transplant. I, I, I don't know. Why are they removing testicles? Where, they, where are they going? Where are they going? Say, well, if you only need one, because like people without testicles. Well, With I no want, testicles I at all. There are testicle and then they get one, I guess. Like a kidney transplant, you're thinking. Can you Google can testicle, you keep testicles on ice? Because that thing. Like, but then, what do you. What do you want with a dead testicle? Because is it that you want children? Yeah, well, I mean, maybe, maybe it has something to do with, like, you know how you could save, like, uh, an egg, a woman's. Um, Does it but a man's like sperm, you can have a kid when you're 80. Maybe it's for those that have been that don't have balls. That maybe Google if can, ball transplants are a thing. Because if if transplanting like if there's guys out there that lack a sack, lack a sack, like, lack a nice. sack, <laughs> that so are just like, like welcome to lack a sack. Well, we provide you with all of your your sack lacking needs. All the balls must go. Uh, you guys got white balls, black balls, brown balls, <laughs> yellow balls, all the balls for your ball needs. And do, does the kid come out looking like the, the original ball owner? Of course it would. It'd be his sperm. Mm. Would it be his sperm? It would. I mean... Wouldn't it cycle out? Because you're creating... Once, it, once it's now yours? Yeah, wouldn't that, it cycle that's out? That's fair enough because, yeah, 
you're you're providing the you testosterone. Just can't have sex within the first two weeks. <laughs> like <laughs> first two weeks, uh, no, no, don't try to procreate. It's not gonna be yours. Uh, but after that, it will be your child. <laughs> I mean, if ball transplants are a thing, then I can only see that being the reason why they do. But then there would there would definitely be ovary transplants. Hmm. So instead of women having surrogate, they get surrogates. Oh yeah, they have surrogates. Yeah. Hmm. All very interesting. I wonder how many men had ball transplants on Maury. It would explain a lot. Right? You know what? What a if, lot. But what if it's <laughs> maybe maybe it's for aesthetic reasons for women that want to transplant and become a man. They're just like, you know what? what? I need some I need some balls, guys. You can definitely I, get some silicone balls and be just as but happy, then you if not can happier. Get some real balls. Nah. Hey, don't but are the they the balls? Real titties. No, but imagine like, oh my god, man, you you never seen these balls before. I got some top of the line Eddie Murphy balls right here. Like, no, imagine having one ball from each like two different people. Like this half is one celebrity's testy. This one's just some random kid. Can they <laughs> test genetics through sperm? Of course. Mm-hmm. So then, shouldn't they technically pay you based on your genetics at a sperm bank? What do you so mean? You're providing them with a, you know, above average starter human being. <laughs> it's possible that they are doing. I'm sure LeBron James's sperm is quite pricey. Yeah, I mean he's got one percent body fat. He's got, it's got to be up there. Does he really? Yeah, that's a genuine truth. Yeah, that's crazy. You try to pinch him, it's not going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like douche. There's <laughs> not, not much skin to pull. Um, do you believe that people like LeBron should be donating their sperm? Like they should be. I feel like the government gets what they need out of you at some point when you're that type of athlete, that type of person, and that's special. Because they have physicians their entire career, right? And you do so many shots, and you you get injured, you have to take this and that. There's so many times you need blood samples and whatnot, you don't know where that shit's going. So it's like... I mean, if you're pushing towards a supreme race... Why not? Yeah. (laughs) If you're pushing towards a a supreme race, yeah, sure. Yao Ming was scientifically (laughs) designed. Like They brought his parents together to create, intentionally, a Yao Ming. Wow. Specifically for the NBA. Both Olympians, both six something. They're exceptionally tall for Chinese people. Mm -hmm. And they made sure that they procreated in order to make Yao Ming and paid off. He's in the Hall of Fame. You know, that's exactly why it happened. Expanded basketball to China. Was was, Was Yao Ming special to you? Yao Ming was the Bruce Lee of my time. Uh, mm. It's a, a statement I would never say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did not give a shit like, about Yao Ming. Okay? Right now. No, Yao Ming does not matter in my world only because he didn't make me. I didn't want to be him. Like, you never wanted to be a baller, though. I wanted to be a baller, but I didn't want to be Yao Ming. Like, think, of, think well, yeah, about he all wasn't, the, like he didn't have particularly the. the most stylish play. He didn't make shit look swaggy. I always he say this. part of the hip-hop culture of basketball. There was no Filipinos or Asians in general for me to look up to and say, that's someone I want to emulate. Mm. Even Manny Pacquiao, I couldn't do it because he would open his mouth and start talking. And I find... There was only half of Bruno Mars. I think it. that... It's funny you say that. I, I didn't always, know he was half Filipino. Right? Really? The, what? The singing, dancing half? I thought he was Samoan. half? He was Filipino. born in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. His mother was Filipino. His pops was Puerto Rican. Oh wow! Yeah. Puerto Re- Black Puerto Rican at that. Yeah, no, yeah. no, he was. Um, it's the, he's the like. I heard he was Afro Cuban. 
No, I saw his pops. He looks. He looks like freaking. Yeah. He, I don't know. Um, really white, like the Jewish. It's crazy that you say that because like I've always said that that I feel like that plays a part in um, white people being so defensive when black people speak up about some certain a certain topics because I don't feel like Asian people are as vocal about. The things that you guys have to go through, you know what I mean, and people not being represented. Black people make that the biggest issue. Mm-hmm. Women make that a big issue. Like those, and those are the people that receive the most backlash. I think it's partly because there's a whole other side of the world that yeah. exists where okay, we run shit on this side of the world. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, that's your fault for going over there where you know you're not going to get as much love as you would if you stayed, stayed here. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True, so like true. that's up to you. Go there and be deemed bottom of the of the totem pole. But guess what? Over here, try being a black guy in Asia. I've often you know said I mean? that being... I don't think it's that bad if we do all go back to Africa. I, like, they say that, but I don't think they... If we really do that and, like, Wakanda ourselves to the world, the world would perish and die. Would you go back? Oh, yeah! If everybody go back, what? <laughs> <laughs> I am back! I'm hoping that Niger, like, I'm eating jollof tomorrow. <laughs> like... The no questions asked if I have to go back and everyone's going back feels like some sort of like I don't even know. Like that sounds magical to me. It sounds like that's why I've always been like, why are black people so offended at that? I'd be be like, all right, (laughs) (laughs) just set it up, give us the paperwork, set up the planes, load the boats. Were you invited to YouTube Black? Yes, I was. Even though you're not making YouTube videos, I was making YouTube videos at that time. I haven't done it in like a month. Okay, okay. yeah, it's been like a month. Um, I'm just definitely not posting as regularly as I used to, which was like every other day. So that's why I guess it could seem like, oh, he doesn't need to do YouTube videos anymore. But I'm just kind of taking my time with projects a little bit more. Mm. Um, and there's certain things that I want to do that like just my ideas are always above my budget. <laughs> yep. Especially when it, it sucks when you like you just watch so much TV, so much film, and then you get these ideas and the format in your mind is t- TV and film format, like their budgets. And then you're like, oh, okay, how do I dwindle it down to something affordable? Yes. Oh yeah, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's the resources that are needed, but things are changing, tides are turning. Mm-hmm. This year is gonna be very interesting. And I wanna do, I'm always, you know me, I'm, I'm never doing the same thing for too long. Like I like switching shit up. Keeping it different. Um, I saw a void in the podcasting world. I love talking. I love discussions. And um, people on Twitter were like, yo, we need a podcast from you, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I was just like, yeah, let's do podcasts now. I'm so, like, did you ever have a time where you had to, like, film, fill out, like, a resume of things that you've done to send to somebody? And you're like, holy shit, like, I've done a lot of. A lot of shit. Sometimes you don't even like remember, and then now you have to sit down and physically like, okay, I did this and I did this. holy shit, I did this, I did this. Like those times bring me the most perspective. And I had to do that like two days ago. I'm creating my, my EPK, and I'm like, holy fuck, like this is crazy how much I've done in such a little bit amount of time. Yeah, because you were it's acting wild. too, and yeah, yeah. are you still managed by that same dude? Yeah, my agent, my agent AMTI. Shout out to Demetrios. Yes. Yep. That's the home. And you have a manager now for the past two years, right? Yes. Why did you decide that that was like a necessary step for you? Because you've always been like the queen of DIY, like do well, it you yourself. Can't, you can't go to America without being sponsored by an agent or manager. Okay. So I got uh, over there and I had like an agent who sponsored me, who actually was Tiffany Haddish's agent for 10 years. Wow. Before she popped off. 
So they, did they let go of her? Or no, the, she... she left. Oh, okay. And Jesse Smollett, Smollett's agent. Is that kind of why she popped off, though? It, I mean, who's to say? Mm. But all we could add up the, the math to say for 10 years, she was with the same agent that I had. And then she left. And then two years, two, three years later, it was her time. And same with Jesse. He was with her for a minute. Then he got Empire. And then he was out. So she was it's kind of the same thing. It was like I was with her for a minute, maybe two to three years. And I was like, Does she feel squirmed by that? She was definitely, I mean, this is the thing. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, if, I was, if I was Cardi B's former manager, I'd be fucking drinking. I'd be under the bottle somewhere right now. <laughs> well, he's suing her for like $10 million. Yeah. Really? You understand that? He waited. He waited. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, I see why he would do it. And it's, it's just wild that, like, people take advantage of people who are, who are just fresh and wide-eyed and just so ready to achieve the dream that they'll do anything that they feel they need to do to get there. And she's coming then, from a strip club. It's not really, she's not the most educated person. She said it plenty of times. And so you see a contract, it's some money and these people have connections. You're going to be like, yeah. Oh, so she's signed. She's still technically under contract. With him. I don't, I don't know the full legal details, but I know that's, that's what kind of what he's claiming. She's still under contract with me. And he basically just let her do her thing. Like, go get those bags. Go get your money, Bob. Yeah. Blah. He just waited like, ah, yeah. So I think it's time. Yeah. I think it's time. <laughs> 10 million is good. I, yeah. I, I'm cool with 10. Yeah. I'm good with 10. I'm good with 10. So now it's like he's going to recoup. And hopefully, uh, she probably is going to end up settling out of court. And he's probably going to get eight or seven or whatever. Yeah. But, but for like, came, what about, he still came up. <laughs> but you, you know those managers. Because when it comes to managing, like one of my best friends is a manager. And I see how his life revolves Around, around his client, his client. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I couldn't do that. Like your his life is literally his client. Yep. So when your client makes it with somebody else, just after, it's like it's like watching Tracy McGrady become an all star after he left the Raptors. Sickening. It's like, we drafted you. We made, you could have done that with us. I created so you. There's a little. I could understand why there's a bit of resentment. But or life hatred. doesn't work that way. Like right? I, I hate that notion for relationships. I hate that notion for business. It's mm. supposed to be transactional. Yeah. It's like you go to a restaurant. You're paying for food. You get food. If you don't like the food, you complain at the time. You don't yeah. get to like, you keep going and investing money. They don't give you any food. Then being like ten years later, like you guys owe me. Like mm. you should have advocated for yourself. Interest in the time yeah. in the moment so if you're managing someone you feel like this isn't worth my time for what i'm getting back right now because you can't yeah. guarantee the investment and don't be there because you want someone in five years to pay out for you yeah, yeah. be there because in the moment you like what you're getting you're learning you're around someone that you're passionate mm-hmm. about you're making connections hopefully like they don't owe you anything beyond that I and if that, it's not yeah. working out dip yeah that's the difficult part for a lot of people is di- differentiating who's there for the long run and who's there for just the moment, you know what I mean? And like being a part of what you might have uh, later on down the road. Cause there's just tons of people who are your friends just cause they think you might blow up. Right. You know what I mean? And like, they don't contribute, they don't add anything. And the worst ones are the ones that do contribute and add to, to things that you're doing, but do it in, with the intent of their own selfish needs and desires that they they want to get get off in the future i hope it works out for them if not you can't sue me down the line (laughs) (laughs) be a bad friend defamation (laughs) yeah have you anybody had anybody ever snake you out there in in la because there's a lot of stories no i mean i've definitely like um i'm winnie harlow's mentor and i've like worked and been 
I was gonna say you got an eye for talent. Been in her life for a long time. Marlon, you see a lot of people like even Maya Washington. Maya Washington too. Yeah. Well, I mean, Maya's 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 kind of my my mentor. If anything, yeah. I remember the first time I saw Maya, she shaved her hair. That video. That was the first time you never saw her in Canada. I never heard of her up until that point. I was like, yo, this girl's beautiful. Wow. And she cut her hair and it was like, uh, it was like an empowering video, if I remember correctly. Yes. She was like talking about letting things go. And, yes. Um, overcoming things and being shameless. But and she I was, was like, newly divorced at the time. And I yeah, thought that yeah. the whole being shameless thing came from that one video. I had no idea she, was, she had done anything before. I didn't know she was from Toronto. Like all these things. And now like I know her, I know her brother. Like she's an amazing girl. Yes. Very dope. Um, yeah, her brother's incredible. Yeah, Greg Washington. Greg, shout out, Mr. Mm-hmm. Greg. We're on the same ball team. Me and him. Um, what are some of the oddest sex questions you received? Because I'm pretty sure, like on the daily, you're you're getting stuff to your DM. Here's an odd one that I got. Um, this guy said, "I masturbate very frequently, and I don't mind that about myself. I essentially have a work schedule where I can masturbate a lot." And I don't have an issue with it. And I'm not trying to cut back. However, it's a fantasy of mine to eat my own cum. And I'm having a really difficult time with that. And I've tried to like watch videos on how to do it. Like I've really tried. I just can't bring myself to eat my own semen. But I really want to. So that was an odd one. Um, <laughs> it's odd that it's like you want to, but, but you can't. can't. Yeah. That's one of the because ones I had. It's not like jumping out of a plane where it's like, oh, that looks exciting, but I'm afraid of heights. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you want to, what if is I want to eat a patty, I'm not going to be like. That's the thing, though. He was that. very clear that it wasn't any type of psycho. There was nothing psych- psychological about it. On how to. I don't. Oh, I don't so think he said he watched. But he was basically like, I've tried it all because like I wanted to suggest things like, I mean, oh, put mean, some sugar on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Season it's, it. <laughs> fucking jerk season it. Why guideline. would you need a guideline? Literally, bust in your hand and lick your hand. Like, is, do you really have to find like, a video for that? Seems simple enough. Right. Take the plunge. There was clearly something that I was missing, so I had to. I had to decline to to help that person and say I don't think do I'm right fit. Do you have any DM right now? Can you just tackle some. I have a bunch of my DMs. But from, I know I know women that all that like have tasted their own their own. Women do all the time. Oh, I love it! I love when someone goes down on me and kiss them afterwards. To be like, women let's just see what yeah. women. Are, it's like almost mandatory. The kiss happens almost mandatory after the after the eating. I know a lot of men will will feel ashamed to admit that they've kissed a woman after they've got their dick sucked by them. Never. Why would you be ashamed? No, I know. I know men that. Are, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah, lot yeah, of yeah, men yeah, that are yeah, ashamed yeah. of saying I've kissed a woman yeah. after she. I won't kiss her if she if I bust in her mouth. But no. if, really? if she of sucks my I've, dick, stop with yeah. the rules. I'm sorry. I, I just won't you just. Do it. But that's the thing is you talked about an escape. You I, can't be escaping I, if you still done. have. I bust the escape. I'm, I'm back home now. I'm in my room. <laughs> Things make sense again. I ain't kissing you. You're no longer Halle Berry. You are not. You are not Beyonce no more. Like this is this is real life. So it's just like once you bust she her my once, dick, f- I could definitely kiss her. But the moment you bust in her mouth once, no if she ever wash him, at least again. just drink some water. Or something. Oh yeah, it's I'm like not, it's not. You'll never kiss her again. It's like, no, you won't no, kiss her no. That like, moment go, while semen, while your man's semen still like swimming. Yeah, I don't want to kiss my kids. I'm not, yeah. not yet. So you have a problem eating your semen? Definitely. Have you tried it? <laughs> no. You've never tried? Why? To see how someone's no, experience is. No, I don't give a damn. I, I take the Yelp reviews as they come, <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> and sure. I gauge my diet on that. <laughs> like, I've, I've, I've smelt it. I'm sure I have 
My smell like in my mouth as a result of kissing like the girl after, products. but like I never sense. purposely said squirt it on my hand and lick away and like let me see what it's ever are you ever on the toilet and you put your you smell your underwear yeah 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 underwear no balls yes you smell oh you do the the test the hand test oh i I smell my balls all the time you like it um i don't like it but i like knowing where i'm at ball smell like yeah. I just like knowing what's going on. I don't yeah. bask in my own stank, and just especially like, if I'm going oh. to someone's house. Like I, I, and I'm, you know, I know I'm gonna be doing what I gotta do. Like I'm like, okay, do I need to go to the washroom first? Because what I do is this is my trick every time. If my balls, if I've been out all day or whatever, I go, I'll be like, okay, use the washroom. Yep, go in there, take one of the towels. I take my pants down, leave them at my ankle, put the towel in between my legs, over the over my pants, and on the floor, and behind me on the floor. Go on the sink and just wash my balls out. But on their towel? But ta- the towel makes sure that it, the, the, the But it's their towel. Hurt. That's life. That's life, baby. So their dad could come in Pink and wanna... is a thing. It happens, you gotta get over it. He's being do courteous. You watch sweaty balls? Yeah, he's being courteous or to one person eye. and another <laughs> person is You gotta choose. <laughs> it's one of the two. I'm not giving at, you sweaty some balls point, voluntarily. Well, yeah, it's unless like, you've done something to me and I'm like, yeah, let me go play ball for three hours and come back. <laughs> Like, like you know wipe your hands on my on your on the sweaty ball cover. And girls talk. Towel or girls talk. Wipe your balls on my face. Women women speak. Like you guys could act like you know, guys. You guys talk too much about what you do. Women tell in detail. How thick was it? Was it how long was it? What it smell like? You know, what does I, the room smell like? I have a funny joke about that. How like men never go into detail uh, when it comes to sex. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I was wondering, like, why that was an issue, and I, and I started saying it to myself, like, imagine, you know, I was like, yo, I, so did you hit that, Marlon? Like, let's just play it, let's roll play. Yeah. So, yo, so did you hit that last night? Yeah, I hit that. So, yo, how did it feel? It felt. How good. hard was? How hard was you? Okay, you know how girls be like, oh, were you like, how wet were you? Like, did he get you really wet? <laughs> I, I've never asked my but bro, how, how hard, hard did, did she get you? you? <laughs> were you like extra? <laughs> extra fucking mahogany like the veins are out like take it out right now let me show you no but like but now when you inserted it like was the tip throbbing like you feel it like, yeah with, exactly with men will never go into that detail for I find some the reason. older older I'm getting or the older my friends are getting at least the more details they'll ask yeah whereas like before cause there's it no would just be like did you did you guys have sex yeah and then that's it whereas now it's like you guys had sex where and I think how did it happen well, my, my thing is always how did it happen. I never want to know the details of the sex. My thing has always been, I think it might be, I don't know if it's a fetish or what. And I think that, oh, that explains why I watch the skits now before the sex begins sometimes. Because <laughs> I always, I'm so interested in knowing how did you guys get to this point. Especially if it's two people I never expected. I'm just like, I need to know how this happened. Yeah. Set, the, set, the, set the mood for me. Where were you? Were you guys, were you guys sitting close? Were you guys touching? Yeah. Then I'll ask details. But sex, I'm not, I'm not asking and, shit. And what if, like, let's say the, the sexual experience was very mediocre? I don't think a lot of men will sit there and, like... Because it's a very machismo it thing, right? I'm going to hype it up. So, like, do you think a man will be like... I think most men would rather just, like, save the details so they don't have to admit, oh, yeah, I, I came in, like, two seconds. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't even care. When a man... When, when dudes be like, yo, so, yo, how is it? Like, bro... Pussy was so good. I came. I tell like my friends that if it happened seconds. like that, yeah, yeah. I mean, I had to come back, 
and go for a round. But like, I'm not ashamed to say the pussy was that nice. Definitely. That like, you know, or me. It ain't a thing to me, right? The older you get, I find those things are less taboo. Because you know everybody goes through it. I actually, oh my God. Remember the story I told you about how the girl, I was so pressured that um, my dick wouldn't get hard? Mm. Have you ever done I actually just bumped into her and <laughs> and seen her again and got her number. I was like, oh, it's redemption, redemption time. <laughs> <laughs> it's redemption time. <laughs> Let me show you all what I've learned. <laughs> like it was how- a very bad, very bad moment for me and a very confusing moment. Everyone at the time has that, I was though. Young. Yeah. So how I was often like, you run into situations where, like, the men are psyching themselves out before they're even getting into the situation. Better well, question. Do women realize that men are psyching themselves out? I don't know if majority of women, some women take it personal, which I think is the worst thing you could possibly do. Yeah. That's what it, it is. It is the absolute worst thing you could possibly mm-hmm. do. I worked with this girl once who was saying that her boyfriend, I think he, well, he suffered from erectile dysfunction, but I didn't work with him personally. Mm. But essentially, every time that he couldn't get hard, she would burst into tears. I'm like, do you realize how much worse you that makes it? Do you know how much more pressure she put on? Wow. I, I just thought about with, that. I suffered with erectile dysfunction. I would cry every day if I had to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was mentally. It was mental crazy. erectile dysfunction. Like, I, I couldn't, because I just had so much pressure on my mind. Bro, I after, couldn't get up. So after that time it happened, it, it happened the next like, two or three times, but I had to like fight through it. And I, I, luckily, I fit, fought through it, but... It takes it that one to good point to get, to get yeah. out of your system. And then you're like, I'm back. <laughs> it's like, but when it first initially happens, it really takes a toll on your mental. Because mm. the next time you have sex, you're like, it's going to happen again. It's yes. going to happen again. That's exactly what you're thinking. And then when it does, you're like, fuck, it's happening. Or even if you're like, you're good at first, the worst is if you're good at first. Mm-hmm. And then it, in the middle somewhere, you're just like, Fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm losing, it's I'm losing it. And Where's the hole? It's, it's gone for me. I know it's gone. Yeah, like, it's yeah. finished. That's why, like, <laughs> it's so funny because girls will be like, oh, my God. Like, I never met a guy that was like, usually guys will eat me out at the start and then that's it. Me, I find myself eating pussy like three or four times because I'm like, I got to stall right now. <laughs> But I feel like the, if it's like the fourth or fifth time I'm going out, they're like, what's going on? <laughs> I still see them look like, this was some dick. Like, <laughs> what's good? <laughs> I start seeing that, I'm like, fuck, all right. You know, there's a funny joke that Paul, my homie Paul Thompson made where he's just like, it was about him wanting to have uh, his girlfriend wanted a quickie and she's like can you make it quick and he's like can I make it quick can I make it quick that is my specialty <laughs> right like make it quick you know like think about this it takes a man like a man can come super fast yeah, I wish right? that was my specialty so but watch it well like when a man wants to he can come super fast and if a man is having sex with a woman longer than that point where he knows he can come super fast, that means if it was, let's say a man can bust in three minutes, that 30-minute fuck, 27 minutes was for the woman. It was just making sure that, because like, I'm going to bust in three minutes. I know it. So that means if we screwed for 30 minutes, that extra 27 minutes from the time I could have just busted was for you. I find it's always the opposite. The times I don't want to bust quick is when it's like, all right, it's over. Like (laughs) five minutes and I'm like, oh my God, are you serious? But then when I want it to go, like when I want it to be quick, 
that's when it doesn't happen for me. And I just say, all right, well, you got yours? All right, cool. Now, <laughs> it's like, all right, we're done here. Now, break, the, make, break down if this is a misconception or not. Do women always want long sex? That's a massive misconception. I it's, think it's a massive misconception of, of that sex should be long, period. In my personal yes. opinion. I feel like 15 to 20 minutes is perfectly a perfect amount of time to have sex. Mark Nelson. All I need is 15 minutes to <laughs> come on get a penis. What song is that? But that's that, why that was the fifth member of Boys to Men that got kicked old. out. Started as old. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> besides the point. He got kicked out, he went to church. No, no. His mother was like, these ugly boys ain't gonna make it. Go pursue your solo career. Wow. So he left. Damn. And, and he was like, <gasps> So then he started as yet, and obviously as yet didn't do as well. So Maybe all I need is 15 do, minutes do, was his hit song? All I need is 15 minutes, so come on, get a pin. And it's the irony of that. Like, that was his 15 That's minutes. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> wow. Anyhow. As that was good, though. That yeah. last night, that was a bop. But you were saying, like, it is a misconception. And... It's a misconception, but, like, we really... I hate to say this because I'm, I'm pro... People aren't that special. Like, mm. people generally have the same body parts, same needs, same desires. Mm -hmm. But literally, when it comes to sex, they're... I meet people who like really long sessions of penetration. There's actually new science that came out that says that a woman's distance between her, clit her clitoris and her vaginal opening will determine whether or not penetration is going to be pleasurable for her in that way. Oh, that makes so much sense. And they said it's rule of thumb, but this is like a very, very Jeez. loose rule. Like this digit right here. So if mm. the distance is shorter than that, wow. she Literally may... the rule of thumb. Rule of thumb now. Yeah. <laughs> So a woman, that's oh. the thing is like, so some women are going to enjoy penetration, need a lot of it. Some women are going to need clitoral stimulation and need a lot of it. Mm -hmm. So it's just a matter of finding out what their bag is. Like oh, I met this both. one dude who was saying to me, he was like, every single dude needs to get fucked in the ass. It's the most incredible mm -hmm. feeling possible. But there are tons of men similar to women who do not achieve orgasm from mm -hmm. G-spot, not G-spot, um, from prostate stimulation. So it's like you can't, some people prescribe pleasure for everyone based on their experience. You mm. just can't do that. Projected. So I can't say yeah. don't have, like, I wouldn't like long sex. Yeah. It's not my thing at all. Mm. I like a lot of long, I love long foreplay. I love, I love long afterwards, but like I don't like a long penetration yeah. session. Yeah. But there's some women who do. I like long afterwards. I love a like, long afterwards. Especially on a Sunday, like a Sunday yeah. morning or afternoonish, like, Right in between that time. Mm. Mm -hmm. But when you nice. think about like the act of penetration from both point of views, whether it be a man or a woman, when you're the one leading the penetration, it is quite the strenuous act. It's taxing. There's a lot. I mean, like it's the hardest workout. Me and, is, me and Jason discussed this. We're like, yo, honestly, the pressure that is put on men when it comes to sex is just it's ridiculous the the expectations because like how kind of is you a rocket science when, i don't know if that could be i mean durex canada put out a stat that 26 percent of women orgasm regularly during sex so for all the pressure you guys are putting on yourself you're mm -hmm. really not doing yourself justice but that's because yeah. it's of the pressure that's my point maybe like because as you're going into it with all these expectations if as whereas if you're just going to it as okay this is a clean slate surprise me you were gonna get surprised it's a mental thing right so it's like if your hands aren't in the right spot if you're not saying the right things when something needs to be said at a certain time to elevate or whatever if you're not um if you're you may be hurting the girl and not know it and you're mistaking moans for like <laughs> screws of agony like yeah. literally like no stop like and there's so many like there's so many different things you have to read where 
It's my friend was saying taxing. to me, it's not physical taxing for me. It's mentally it's draining. A bit she was saying that um, she's a woman who says sex of women. And mm. she's like, I know I'm doing something good. And she starts scooting back. Mm. That's, and I'm like, it's usually mm. the opposite, actually. Like if someone's scooting back, that because means they're trying to hurry well, it's too you much, up. or it's, it's too much stimulation, so they're like trying to back away. But like there, she saw that it's as not like even from penetration. Like that's the weird thing. Like I've had a girl that scooted back, like I'm eating her out. And no, yeah, because it's too sensitive. She she like covered it, like yes, covered it and stopped me from she's like, she, and she was silent, and I was like, you okay? She didn't say a word. I'm like. <laughs> All right, <laughs> like I don't know what I did because she's just covering it up, and I'm just like, do I continue? Is this a game we're playing? I don't know. Like, yeah. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, that that I can see that being weird for sure. Odd. No, I I did this one girl that like went back to boobs. Like she had these big knockers. This, <laughs> knockers. Sorry, I had to use that word. This, <laughs> these two voluptuous handfuls. Knockers. And. Couldn't touch them because they were too. Ex- she was too sensitive. Like oh, yeah. it hurts. I'm like, oh my god, they're so beautiful, so supple. I just want to motorboat them, and I can't even touch them. Mm-hmm. It was torture. Oh, I think I understand it, it now. It was torture. Because that's like when my, when I bust my the my the tip of my dick. Of is course. Just oh yeah, and it's like don't touch me, don't touch me, don't touch me. Yeah. Like it's almost like a reflex where I'll punch you like by accident. <laughs> like don't, don't. Because <laughs> like, they'll do that and you're just like, ha. Ah, hey, and they ah. think that that motion is like, it feels so good. No, like, but that's, I feel like that's also a, that genuinely like, they, they'll smile and like laugh. Yeah, it's a dominating thing too. It's like, like just knowing that they got like, you. Seriously. <laughs> like, I don't want to, because it's like when someone, you know, when someone hits you really hard and your natural instincts is just like, Strike back right away. It's just like, yo, don't do that. I don't want to punch you inadvertently. That's like, crazy. Do you, do you find pleasure in knowing that, like, you did your job and and some, like, to the point where the your partner can't is can't handle it physically, Bro, or you're just like I their toes are curling so crowed like, like <laughs> you're just like, oh my god, what does this guy do? But you just do you ever feel get a rush out of that? Out of just knowing that you've pleasured someone beyond. I their think everybody does. I honestly don't have a lot of ego in sex. Because I'm better than you, I think maybe that might be a part of it. But uh, <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think like I mean I don't, I don't think I think I think like that. But I also don't know because it's like I've heard like someone said to me yesterday actually. They're like, why is it that women hold back when they orgasm? And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, when women orgasm, oftentimes they don't give their full orgasm; they hold back. And I'm like, I usually hear that in. in um, talks of men like men don't have a full orgasm they got to hold back to like have this appearance of masculinity like whereas oh, women yeah. are encouraged to like have the most Scream dramatic out. orgasm yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's just like i've heard every single possible thing from different people so after a while i'm like Yo, there's no real like i've definitely hidden me being weak <laughs> during an orgasm before where it's like please don't turn around I'm, i look so bad because <laughs> <laughs> i was i was propped up and it was one of those ones where it's like it, t- it took over your whole body so i was just like i just start, my limbs just started getting weak but strengthening back up and then getting weakened and strengthening back up. i was like what the heck i'm like <laughs> I, it, was, it was almost like you're watching someone on common view pretend yeah like someone busting and you're like this is actually happening like i, I don't, don't think turn around that's all i was saying in my head don't turn around don't i turn don't around. think don't the come face is supposed <laughs> to be beautiful i think the more stanker the come face the the more like um, I want to say the more hotter it is, but, but you for the be person, off slightly. If but you turn for, around and your your partner's cum face. No, is like, I used to have the opposite. One of my first sexual partners was a silent comer. Uh, <laughs> like complete silence. 
I have completed. <laughs> it's like, it's coming, it's coming. <gasps> not even, not even it's coming, it's coming. Oh my God. So I you would so you would only feel when he would come. You would just feel it slow down. It's kind of like <laughs> just the ride coming to a stop. Oh my God. It's like, I want it's to like, your, it's it's so like your car breaking down and you don't know what's going on with it. But it's it. not even like a jerk. It's just, you're just slowly rolling to a stop. Oh, it's, it's, it's like your engine That's shuts so off weird. while you're stopped at a red light. Right. He's a serial killer. <laughs> He's a serial killer. That is crazy. He's like, like, that's it? The sound of the cum coming, How do you ex- not exiting is louder. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. So, He's have got you had any self control? So, you've had a silent comer? Have you had a loud comer or like a, a funny sounding comer? I haven't had funny. I mean, I like I like authenticity. That's like yeah. the hottest thing to me. So when I feel like someone is just in the moment, like yeah. I don't care. Like if you fart during sex, it's a turn on to me. Sick. Like anything Sick. that just feels. And that's what people talk about. Like, oh, how do you keep sex like fresh? You've lost control. Anything that feels just like you've anything lost that's control. just like I'm not like I'm just like going. Yeah. And this is not what women, usually happens. I never knew women thought of it like in that way because I know that's how men. That's how we think about it. Like, what, what, like, like if you, the crazier looking the orgasm, the better you feel. Like, I've seen girls vibrate, and I'm just like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yo, speaking of that, there was this girl like. Probably 2012, 2013, we had sex, and it was probably, this is our first time having sex. We had like wanted to before, and it was like one of those things that like we would do stuff, but then we were too drunk, we'd pass out, or like we'd fall asleep, or some shit would happen. And this is the first time we're like really having sex, and we went like two rounds, and then we're laying there, and every five minutes, she would just start shaking. This happened for like an hour. We almost called the, the hospital because it's starting to hurt. Like, you know how orgasms are like, after a while, it's like painful. There's this woman who, had, who couldn't stop orgasming. Like, oh, I heard about like that 24 shit. hours or something like, like that. And it was like super painful for her. Yeah. And this girl's like, after like an hour, she's like, yo, this doesn't feel good anymore. Like, this is just fucked up. And it, it was weird because it would stop. We'd be having normal conversation. She'd be in the middle of a sentence. Yeah, so I just went in. <laughs> like... And just wow. so like, this is, like, I didn't know what happened. I didn't know if something, if she bumped her head, what? Like, I was freaking out. And then after, an, like, about an hour and a half, it, like, just died down completely. But it was creepy. And she never came again. You ever get a shiver? Like, and how good a shiver feels? Like, how good a I'm sneeze feels? I'm trying to trap that shiver you get when you piss. When I don't you know if women get this. Do you guys get a shiver when you pee? I don't, yeah. You mm-hmm. don't? I don't, no. no? Oh, that oh, twinkle. Oh, my God. That's twinkle? a man-only thing? Oh, well, you yeah, get that we, twinkle. Just well, like, I'm not speaking for all women across the land. I'm sure Tristan, some get the shit. No, nah, you would definitely remember it. If it, like, it would have to happen to you if it happens to women as well. Because it's, like, you take a piss in the middle of it. Like, this is every three pisses. Three, three to five, maybe. So once a day? Like once every two days. Yeah, once every two days. Two days, three days. And then you just get, you're in the middle of pee and it's, all of a sudden it's, <laughs> like the greatest, <laughs> I mean the greatest feeling. Like it's crazy. I want to trap it in a bottle. Like, it's literally it's so good. Literally, like your neck could be fully straight and locked, and all of a sudden, you can't just control it. Four vertebrae in yeah. your neck will just dislodge it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you your back control. control. Like, have you seen other dudes have that? Ever got the service and just? 
I'd be like, yo, dude, go to the doctor, please. This is not normal because you can't control it. When it happens, your eyes like go Solid like everything. It's, I want to trap that feeling. Have you seen bottle. other men at the urinal get the shiver? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 But it's always yeah. from like from behind. Like, yeah. It's never like the guy beside me. <laughs> it's all, and it's always in the neck. That, that, always that. Uh, like just before somebody's about neck. to get possessed, it's like. <laughs> boom. Like their body just got. Oh, oh man. <laughs> taken That's over so by some dead soul. But thank you. Thank you for coming through. Um, really appreciate it. You know, very rare pants as you come to Toronto. I learned Visit a lot. Thank folks. you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, where can they find you? Uh, just just Shan Booty. Shan Booty. Shan on, with booty. a D. Instagram and everything. Yaman. Yeah, yeah, with a with a D. That's it's nothing to do with the with the T booty. Yeah, it's, it's all based about on my D. last name. It's all about so, the D. So yeah, I don't want to like mismanage expectations. <laughs> Very <laughs> modest body. Does that happen? People For sure. You to have yeah, yeah. The booty, and they're like, oh, 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 hey, oh, hey. Shan. <laughs> 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 That is your real name. <laughs> Shannon um, Booty Ram. Yes, have you thank got... you so much for coming through. Sorry, what did you say? Oh, no, no. Oh. I was gonna, I'm just... um, we have Makeup and Breakup on Facebook. Is that still on right now? or is there... We're on hiatus right now, mm-hmm. but we just came off hiatus. There's a good, solid 31 episodes you can go and watch, so that's Proper. great. Proper. So you guys drop them like Netflix? Like, just all well, we had season once? one, season two, and now we're dark for a while. So. Oh, okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool. And then um, are you still doing the dating show? On full screen. Full, full screen's screen, all right? closed down. The whole platform Damn. shut down. I, I got a book deal, funding? so I am putting a book out in May 2019. So look is out for that. Funding? Like, is it funding rather? It was, but yeah. Because like, I don't know if you're familiar with the full screen. They mm. were like the first influencer. Isn't that what... Uh, Tim's yeah, Tim was on there. Yeah. yeah, Tim got kind of hurt by that because well, Tim had a stake in it. No, yeah, like he owned a part of that company. Nah, no, nah, nah. But he definitely had like they signed him up for like a hundred shows. Oh yeah, for his thing. Yeah. yeah, so he had a lot of shows on there. Damn. Yeah. So Damn. the content is just gone. The content still exists. It's just like you can't create new content. You can't create new content, and you can't go on. Lo- it's it's actually gone. Yeah, you can't like log on anymore. <sighs> wow. Wow. And I love that show. So there you go. Damn. Well, let's not end things Damn. on a sad note. I mean, yeah, we got to reconnect. Yeah, yeah, we got book a book coming. coming. You're going to have a great year. Yes, You're drinking your hot lemon water at night. Lemon water, room temperature. Room that's temperature, not, okay. That's not for the Oh, I thought you said it was warm. Yeah, no, lukewarm. Lukewarm. Okay. Lemon, room temperature. Drinking through a straw. Yeah. Lemon water. <laughs> it's been making me, it's helping me lose weight. I know it. In my face, at least. And, um... Yeah, that's been eating healthy. Did you honestly. read that as a tip somewhere? I did. I honestly, every time I'm in the grocery store, if I'm about to pick up something, I Google it first. Like, or I Google if I want a specific thing. It's kind of like when you go for um, to pick up Kush and they're like, okay, like what kind of weed do you want? And you're like, hmm, I'm sleepy, I'm a little anxious, and blah, blah. I want something for this. So if for a week I'm like, yo, I need some more brain power, I'll Google brain food and I'll go to the grocery store and just pick up that that list and um it's just been adding more and more to my fridge and just all healthy shit snacks are cucumber slices Ooh, bananas i'm making smoothies now shit shit they ready they ready vegan life oh yeah this guy finally making a smoothie he made his first smoothie last week yep bought a blender got a smoothie going um about to start the gym this week so Okay, can we really do this on, like, I'm going to put this out there right now. Mm. It's, it's on wax. It's, it's out there. It's being recorded. Oh, I know can it's we, coming. Can we do some uh, physical freaking... Uh, stand-up? No, not stand-up. Oh. Can, can Activity? We, what's, what's gonna, um, physical challenges. Like so what? Like get oh, like squat challenges. challenges. 
Huh? Like a hundred squats a day. Hundred squats, like something like eating healthy. You know, you, you got a chef at your disposal here. Let's eat healthy. Let's do something like a uh, go one month without oxtail. Challenge. Norm, why don't you cook? Maybe we'll come up with an extra gravy meal plan. Yeah, the extra gravy meal plan. A chef, Norm. Chef Norm Let's is gonna go, come up guys. with it. He's he is a culinary artist, and uh, I'm pretty sure he'll he'll know what to provide. Thank you, sir, for uh, volunteering your efforts. Thank you, Shan, for coming through. Um, I always appreciate it. I'm so proud of everything you're doing, obviously. You know, I've been rooting for you since day one. I do know that. And, um, yeah. I'm Marlon. I'm Big Norm. And that was the extra gravy. Scoop, 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 Carolina! I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.